Welcome everyone to another episode of Weekly Game Chat. I am Nicotine Free Chris. As always, joined by Sean. Yeah, that's right. You heard it right. Um, Where's my vape? <laughs> Where is it? Where's the vape? <laughs> this is this is not going to be a another situation where uh, uh, I'm accused of stealing a vape e-cigarette e- thingy. Yeah, it's okay. I already took my frustrations out by killing John, which is why he's not here this week. <laughs> oh boy, someone had to go. <laughs> yeah, we we were going to go to our lunch spot today, and I reached out to John, and I'm like, "Hey, man, you want to go?" And he's like, uh, "Uh, I gotta go to the doctor. I'm not feeling well." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he had an appointment. He got himself some antibiotics, and uh, he's he's here in spirit, maybe. But if he keeps us up. We're going to have to come out the show. Yeah, he's he's gonna done. To, he's going to have to be kicked off and make consecutive appearances to come back again. I don't know. Call call up Jeff. <laughs> Friend of the show, Jeff. Do you want to be part of the show, Jeff? Can, you know, <laughs> going to purchase that minor league contract. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Test run. That's so funny. Yeah, but uh, which means we'll have to amend our career scores here on weekly games chat. To what? Resident Evil will now forever have a uh, oh, six. Oh, God. Yes, because it'll officially count. Oh my God! Right, um, I, I, John. I know you're going to listen because this is what you do. So I hope you are feeling better by the Me time too. you hear this. Um, it's kind of weird to get. I think what he has this time of year, Penny. Penny wanted to let it's, everyone it, know I'm it's, here. It's great. You normally you take that off over. Yeah, but I'm trying to train her. It's fine. Let's leave it on there. She's being rogue today. She is. She does what she wants. Well, it's because John's not here. Whenever one of you don't show up, like that's what irritates me. Like John gets here early all the time. He'll just sit in his car, and I'm like, "Come you realize I have to like put up with this because she sees you." Yeah. You know? I, do you think she? I don't think she knows what day it is, but I think if either one of us show up, she knows the other one's coming. I think once she sees me put the podcast she board out, up and yeah. like, and I usually open the blinds just so I know when one of you is here. Yes, so you can put up. your clothes on exactly (laughs) before um before we went live today chris uh you know he every time we intro the topic he does the uh, echo voice the you know the the thing this voice yeah that voice (laughs) and so he he was practicing and he goes uh he's just clarifying the topic i'm like yeah and then he goes into the thing where we've told you he moves his arms and stuff Uh and i go do you do this when we're not here and what was your response i think was something like maybe (laughs) possible you gotta do what i gotta do <laughs> so i'm just like i'm picturing you like just just here no one else is here and you got that on and you're just back 3 a.m in the morning just wiggling just like in a, a cold sweat <laughs> gonna get uh, this right it's gonna be right it's for the show i gotta do it <laughs> that's awesome that'd be great uh no that's not what i do though <laughs> oh my god um yeah so uh yeah mac jones <laughs> we're not gonna talk about football <laughs> Najee harris we go he's the running game's getting better. Yeah, it's amazing what happens when he gets twenty carries, huh? It, I, I think, it might be the carries. I, I think it had. I think honestly, it had to do. Um, and listeners, we're talking now about college football, in particular Alabama. Uh, they just had a huge win against Tennessee. That's a rival game in this part of the world. Um, I've been giving the player Najee Harris um, as far as what he's doing for the program. You know, a little bit of slack because I don't feel like he's. I feel like running backs before, you mm-hmm. know, now granted the systems were way different, yeah. but I always felt like the run, the, the cream of the crop always rose and you knew who was the guy. I just feel like Najee's the guy just by default, but he really didn't prove it. Chris, on the other hand, was like, dude, you're, you're not seeing what I'm seeing. And I'm like, well, we're watching the same game, but something's happened. And I think it has to do with this shift of that O line, the center getting hurt, somebody else being put there. And 
things are just starting to happen now, which couldn't be at a better time considering uh, I let off this conversation by saying Mac Jones. <laughs> yeah, I'm expecting I'm expecting uh, probably we pass the ball maybe at most 20 times next week. See, a lot, I'm seeing a lot of people say that. We're playing Arkansas. It's going to be Jake Coker 2.0. It's possible, but I know in this new system with the offensive coordinator being Steve Sarkeesian, um, coming from the NFL, having a professional-style playbook, uh, I, I think we're going to throw more than we think, um, only because I truly don't think Tua is going to be ready for the LSU game. It's I may, possible. I may be in the minority on that, but uh, I think I think they need they, – It's going to be less time. He was out four weeks to prepare for the playoffs when he had the Playoffs? Surgery. Playoffs, yeah. <laughs> uh, when he had the surgery after the SEC yeah. championship, this time it will be three weeks. And it it's a, it's a different leg. It's not as bad supposedly. And they yeah. were they were more um, uh, they were proactive to go ahead and do the type of surgery they did on his ankle. I think. Um, who knows? But I, I think our skill position players are obviously that wide receiver core. Yeah. So you got to find ways to get in the ball. I think there's gonna. I, I do think I read this too on, on a forum that Mac is the kind of quarterback that needs that quicker read just because he doesn't have the experience on the kind of complex defenses you might see. Yeah. So we're not going to see the deep threat that a Tua could give, but I'll be very happy if we do get some of those. My guess is he's going to come in. They're going to run to establish the lead, and then afterwards they might give him a shot, see yeah. what he can do. We'll see. Because you need to know, because, yeah, there's a very real possibility that, you know, he's got a top prospect that is sitting behind him, you know, yeah. uh, his to his little brother. Is there we, and there's like another guy who's supposed to be coming yeah, next year too. Who, who, yes, so. he just so there are things there which is which is fantastic. Yeah. Um I got I brought this up at lunch. Um and I didn't sit really close to you at lunch and we would have talked about this a lot more. Sure. Um but no, I, read, I was offended. I read well, you got there after me. It was weird. I, and you, you said eleven forty five and all of you were there <laughs> like at eleven forty. <laughs> it was crazy, right? Yeah. Um that's because I didn't drive. You know I'd have got there yeah, at eleven like fifty. Yeah, yeah. Um so anyway, the I read that the drop off from the starting drop. quarter, the, right, from Tua to Mac was a certain distance, if you will. But the drop off from Mac to the the next backup was tremendous. Like as far as how far off they are, which kind of scared me. Maybe, I don't, I don't but know. but now we're like halfway into a season. You don't know what they've picked yeah. up, what they've learned. I mean, the thing I've kept in mind is that. One, Saban prefers people that knows the systems. So that's why, you know, I wasn't too shocked with Mac Jones being kept in there because we were winning last week. And but why he's wish, been the guy, yeah. you know, there. And they've played his little bro once that I remember this year. Um, it like, was early in the year, yeah. Yeah, I think, like, the goal has been to redshirt him. Yeah, preserve you know? that at all costs. Yeah. So I, I would presume if they don't have to, they're not going to play him next week unless it's backup duty, right? Yeah. Um, but if Mac Jones comes out there and looks like hot garbage and the defense <laughs> looks like hot garbage or, you know, something, yeah, God forbid. Yeah. People screw oh up. Then, then obviously they're going to have to think about what decisions they're going to make. It's right? going to be crazy. Yeah. I mean, the good thing is we do have some time in between the LSU game. LSU has to play Auburn. Yeah. Which you I think mean, is going to be a heck of a ball. That's game. always there. And like the thing is every year that LSU is like great. One of two things happened. Either they hit us and they die. Or the week before when they play Auburn, something they, happens. Yeah, they overlook them. And, yeah, and, and Auburn, Auburn. I mean, they lost to Florida, mm-hmm. uh, but you know they also have a young quarterback, and it's going to be 
I think that's going to be a heck of a ball game. So that's um, true. You know, I wish we had was Jalen. <laughs> He's just putting up the best numbers ever at Oklahoma. You're welcome. Well, Sooners. That's what happens. Uh, that's like a rule. It was, I mean, he was a perfect transfer to that, to that, to that system. It was perfect. If Kelly Bryan had gone there, he'd be Heisman. Is, is he, Kelly um, is he okay at Missouri? He's been good. Yeah. No, I thought I he mean, got hurt. I mean, is he like I healthy? I don't know. Maybe he did. Maybe that's why they lost to. Vandy. No, no. He, I think he was hurt before. I think he got hurt before Vandy. Yeah. They lost to Vandy, <laughs> but they could oh, still win the shot East. out to the Commodores. Yeah. Right. Just saying, um, your Redskins. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that. It's okay, right? Yeah. It's fine. It's I mean, over. NBA I mean, starts tonight. <laughs> Pivot. <laughs> King is back. Does <laughs> it officially start tonight? First game? Tip yeah. off? Uh, I feel bad for the NBA because they scheduled Pelicans, Raptors as the kickoff game. And of course, it came out. Zion's out for two months. So I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's out. And then tonight, afterwards, is Clippers, Lakers. Paul George is out. And they've already said that there's potential they aren't going to play Kawhi too much because they are trying to limit him. So basically, LeBron and Anthony why would Davis. they try to limit him when there's no guarantee that they're going to be where they think they're going to be? Oh, they're going to be there. <laughs> it's fine. It'll be fine. I um, didn't. I I thought the NBA started um more close to. I guess. I mean, it's close to November right now. I was going to say December though, and I don't know no, why I was thinking that. Yeah, I don't know why you're thinking that. Either. That's crazy. Um, as far as stuff though, I did go see a movie this week. Did you? Yeah. What'd you go see? Uh, because Saturday was so weird, right? Like Saturday usually. Yeah, our game was noon or three thirty. We're we're doing something. So what did you go see? So uh, because we didn't play till nine, Jeff and I went to uh, Zombie Land too. Oh yeah. Um, I'm the who else? Uh, friend that I Cam. And Tate, those are two guys that I think we've talked about before, playing uh, Destiny with them, and they brought up who who hasn't seen Zombieland 2. I was the guy. So now that I know those two plus you and Jeff mm. have seen Zombieland 2, and I really want to watch it, and I heard it's fantastic. I would have invited you, but, you know. But that's how we roll. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, I probably would. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't take yeah. offense to it. I really don't. Look me in the eyes. You can do I it. I do. <laughs> I want you to know I chose not to. No. It was a conscious decision, yeah. bro. I was like, F this guy. <laughs> uh but yeah, it was a it was pretty solid. Um I mean like I'm not gonna say it's like the greatest thing or that's somehow inherently better than the first one, but like we're in a in a world where most In a world right, like most sequels for comedies are god awful. Yeah, this didn't like Super Troopers too. God awful. I mean, I'm like, Men really? Black too. Uh, god awful. I mean, things, comedies are not designed to, to be sequels and, and to be series, right? Dumb and dumber. -er. Yeah. Uh, apparently Siri. That's perfect. How did she do that? I know. I, we didn't even say her name first. She did you name your Siri dumb and dumber? Maybe. <laughs> No, he did not. <laughs> Possibly. That's so, oh, that's just goes mock. That's mm. fantastic. But um, yeah, like there's just <laughs> there's not a lot of them that have panned out well. Even like something like Airplane Two is god awful compared to the original Airplane. Um, Caddyshack Two, right? Not as good. Um, hell no. Yeah. Uh, but this was pretty solid. You know, kind of just 
It was also good too because they waited so long yeah. that they had a bunch of topical jokes they could insert there for the fact that it's been 10 years and yet, you know, this zombie apocalypse took place in 2008, 2009. So, yeah. you know, just fun plays they could do of Makes, what, yeah. you know, their society is. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if you like the originals, I don't know, run out to theaters if you need to do that, but check it out whenever it comes to, uh, Netflix or whatever. I, depending on, um, if anybody would want to go, mm-hmm. I, like, I'm, I'm going to have to get a friend to go watch it. You know what I'm saying? Um, th- that's, I've seen everything else. I, I, I think I was going to go see Maleficent too. I thought about it, but I didn't, I didn't make it to that either. I didn't yeah. make it to the movies this week. I, um, I pretty much just stayed on Netflix. I started rewatching uh, F is for Frank, which I absolutely love that. I, apparently I missed an entire season and didn't know it. Mm. And season four is coming out in 2020, which caught my attention. I was like, wait, wait, there's another. Did I, and I'm revealing a lot of stuff. Like they just revealed the third season for the crown today. Yeah. Uh, which is big. Yeah. That's, okay. that's a moneymaker for them. Yeah. Um, I also finished up, uh, no, I, I'm current on Rhythm and Flow, which mm-hmm. is the the American Idol rap show that not I love. Not to be con, uh, confused with, with Hustle, Hustle and right, Flow. Totally different. Um, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm completely hooked. They they eliminated some rappers that I was kind of like rooting for. Um, but turns out they're gone. So now we have, I think, our final like six or eight. And it's crazy. Who's Adam Levine gone? His well, first off, Chris, Adam Levine's not in hip hop. Hip hop. So, uh, <laughs> sir, I remember that song he did with Kanye West. Uh, I forgot about that till right Heard now. Him say, yeah, right. That's fantastic. Right. Uh, but I did finish the Diego Maradona uh, documentary that you don't know about. Uh, <laughs> Who's sure Diego Maradona? It's hilarious. Where's Nick Saban's documentary on Netflix? Uh, he's got a statue in front of the stadium already. <laughs> he doesn't need a documentary. Just saying. Uh, Always because you use it's it that even if you don't know Diego Maradona, the way they document him in this documentary which is obviously what they do uh-huh. it is amazing how he literally i think had had the most extreme up mm-hmm. in life and one of the lowest lows you can have mm. in in the spectrum of i don't know you know 10 10 15 years uh it is it was an amazing watch a lot of the footage came from like personal home videos and stuff that we didn't see in the states because he was in Italy playing soccer. So, uh, so he's your Bill Gates of documentaries. I don't know, but that is funny. I, and I still haven't seen that documentary. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we did have somebody, and I'll read it later. Reach out on Twitter. I think talking about you or something about wow. how you didn't know Diego Maradona. It's Good. It's hilarious. I don't care. Um, it's it's just like kind of saying you didn't know who Michael Jordan was or something. It's it's that big. It's, but it's fine. I'm going to go down like the name of business people. I'm like, you don't know. You should know this guy. Uh, I think it's fantastic, though. Yeah. But um, what was the earth? Oh, I watched uh, so HBO. I watched the end of the second season for Succession. Yeah, there's which, another one coming. Um, right? That's, that's, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that show is like their new baby as far as award season. Um, that show is like... I have to give it credit. The end of this season, it was one of those things where I wish I could have seen it coming before I did. Yeah. Because it wasn't until the final scene where I started to connect dots in my head. I'm like, he's about to do this. And it was so, I was like, oh, God, that's a good cliffhanger. Like, that is just, that show is really well written. It's like, I keep trying to describe people. It's like, 
imagine you took like Shakespeare family tragedy stuff, right? Father and son hate each other type thing. And they're just consistently trying to better each other mm-hmm. um, in competition. But then like put it where it's today and it's Rupert Murdoch type family, you know, like Who's so Rupert Fox, Murdoch? he's the guy who owns Fox <laughs> News and News Corp. <laughs> He's, he, you know, so like, you know, that kind of thing, like just imagine like an an empire that big, um, that's, you know, billions upon billions of dollars and more. It's, I've seen it when I open up the HBO app and I'm like, Mm -hmm. I just, it, I I want, you gotta be in the right place of mind to, to start a new series. And I just, I'm not quite there yet, It's but um, I, I keep hearing, I mean, from you and like everybody you read about it. People talk about it, how good that show is. So, yeah, um, it's I, very good drama acting. Is I mean, like, it's not like you know, it's not like there's a lot of crazy stuff that happens. Penny, he's he's not coming. Yeah, John's not coming. Penny, sorry, Penny. Sorry, he's, sorry. I killed him because I couldn't get I, a vape. I killed Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but <laughs> the other thing was then, so that ended last week. So therefore, this week on Sunday night was the premiere of Watchmen, which was oh yeah, really, people were talking really about big. that. And we were talking about it at work today, and I was like, I'm, I'm not a big. I don't know how much you'd like it, right? Because it's very political. It's yeah, and I, but but I'm, I remember seeing a preview for it, and I thought, is this when I watch Watchmen? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, uh, one of the big things I will tell people: this is not Zack Snyder Watchmen. Right. This is the real Watchmen. This is, um, is a sequel to the original events of the actual comics. And there are quite a few hints that go on here um, in terms of events that are going on in the first episode that give you an idea of the fact that, yes, this is in the world of after the the end events where there was a huge squid monster alien. Squid thing. monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, see, again, big differences from the movie. Um, wow. That, like, decimated a lot of a large portion and you know rorschach did his thing and all those kinds of things they rorschach o'neill yeah (laughs) it's all there um but like it's also i have to say like for you know the one big criticism i think of joker as far as the film was that like it was kind of talking about things without really talking or addressing them right Mm -hmm. this show don't care about like no they're like hey man you crazy yeah, AF. Guess what? Yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> you want to see what race crime looks like? Here you go. Wow. You know, like, do you, like, and that is in the first couple minutes, you know, a uh, very historical thing in there. Um, you want to see what it's like when you have police forces that are afraid to share, to show their faces? Here's that world, you know. Um, there's just. All in one episode? Or did you watch more than one? Uh, it's only the first one that is out. Oh, so. so I guess you just watched one. Yeah. And I was like, and it ended in a way that I thought was, um, when I saw it coming, I was like, that's a really good homage to how actually the original Watchmen opened. So, you know, a little bit different. Yeah. But I was like, okay, I, I'm like, I, I'm not going to say it's like a home run or anything. Yeah. But I was like, I can't wait to see where this goes. Yeah. Well, speaking of, uh, homages and things coming to an end and. Mm-hmm. Seeing where things go, the uh, Star Wars trailer dropped last night on Monday Night Football. We say last night because we're recording Tuesday. Of course, in your ears right now, it's Wednesday. And, you mean, uh, but you were out on Star Wars. You don't care about Star Wars anymore. No, I mean, the more the more that these trailers come out, I mean, JJ's back, dude. Come on. You know what I mean? And And the more, somebody at work said this perfect today, the more that you watch The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. 
the more the things that were so like just devastating to me on that first watch, I can kind of turn my head and go, okay, this is happening. I don't like it, but the rest of the movie, it can work. And it's still star Wars. It's, and it's a very still, good film. It's is still, what I tell people it's still going to tie in the, the thing. Mm. I do think, I do think that we're going to lose one of our droids. I've heard their rumor. I really, I mean, at I, this I'll point, say, it's speculation. I watched, uh, I watched for like 10 seconds and I shut it off and I said, you know what? You don't want anything? Uh, no, no. It's not that, you know, I enjoy, um, I enjoyed The Last Jedi, you know, mm-hmm. and everything like it. It's just that I, Disney has betrayed my <laughs> trust too much with overhyping things in the last two years yeah. and I've become uh-huh. more, and more aware of it that I'm just not going to give them that satisfaction. I will go into the film. Uh huh. You know, I got my ticket today. You know, did I'm you good to go? Oh yeah, because that thing's gonna sell out for IMAX. It'll be, it'll be fine. I yeah. don't want to go see it on IMAX. I want to go to the recliner seats. Well, you know, you know, some of us comfort want perfection. Well, comfort over a big screen for me, and it's still a big screen. Better audio. I mean, that's anecdotal dichotomy. Sir, let's go. <laughs> Thx. Uh, what is John? Um, but um, you what? know. It, I'm not going to get sold because to me, you've already bought the ticket. You're sold. No, I'm sold in the sense of like, you, you didn't have to sell me on the idea of going to see us, but like the fact that I should be hyped up to believe this is going to be the most awesome thing ever. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, it's a star Wars movie. I think it's a conclusion yeah. of a, a yeah. saga. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to have some heavy drama in it. Mm-hmm. Cause I do think some things are going to happen. Um, I, I got theories on all that. We can chat about it if I ever get on Discord. I do try to pop in there and say, hey. You're all going to die. It's been it's been rare. <laughs> um, but yeah. So that. uh, The whole entire universe. That would be. I don't even know how to take that. If if just it just all blew up. What if it was like the end of it was literally everything blew up. And then like out of, you saw a little glimmer. Right. Mm-hmm. And it started getting larger. And you realized it was the Enterprise. And and they were on their their voyage to explore the unknown, and they just came across this galaxy that no longer existed because it got wiped out. Or what if what if at the very end, you heard somebody go, and they woke up, and it was young Anakin Skywalker, and it was all a dream. <laughs> no, nah. just the last the last scene, like a little purple dude just pops in and goes, <laughs> and all of a sudden everyone's just gone, dude. <laughs> do you think Jar Jar comes back in this one? No. God no, Jar Jar dude. They don't want to touch anything that George Lucas <laughs> did. They've they've been very adamant about that. And they're like since. kill everything he did. They're like we're gonna entertain your ideas for about three weeks. And by the way, here's forty bajillion dollars ever. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Ah. So all that's happening. Yeah. And uh, just to touch uh, touch base on uh, sports again, real quick before we we transition. Mm-hmm. Um, soccer's rough. <laughs> My team's not doing well, and it probably you makes have a team? yeah the Tottenham Hotspur. Oh. Um, I remember I, I was a free agent. Mm-hmm. I was on the Browns bandwagon. Baker Mayfield. This is football. Are you ready to go on the Patriots bandwagon? No, tell me out. You can tell me I can go back to the Niners. So we're <laughs> checking them out. But as far as uh, the English Premier League, the Tottenham Hotspur are not doing your well. team beat mine this weekend in the most ugly game uh, ever. We did mudslides and stuff. Yeah. That was that was pretty cool. It was pretty bad. But uh, you know, folks like Nat the Gooner and everybody else. They watch the 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 world the world's football, Chris, mm. and things are happening. So. I watch real football, okay, the kind that concusses you. I don't like where this uh, you, you concussed in in soccer. Do they though? Yeah, 
quite a bit. Do they really? Yeah. It's actually a phenomenon in women's soccer, Chris. <laughs> but do they? <laughs> You're so wrong. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We're at 24 minutes. We yeah. did it. We did a successful intro without John again. Suck it, John. <laughs> you ready to do Face. some uh, topic time? I mean, if it gets us closer to food. Yeah, that's the goal. Yeah. All right. Topic time, 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 time. The topic is. <laughs> Destiny to Shadow <laughs> He went uh just just for the just for your your visuals. He went less arms than he did in warm ups. Once you hit the right note it's, for it, you can hold it. You just you hold freeze. it. Oh my god. Hold this moment. Hold, that's why I think at some point one shining moment. One shining moment. We have to record certain segments and post them. Um, especially that because the arm movements are classic at this point. The people need to see it, Chris. It's gets fantastic. people going. It gets <laughs> no one knows what it is. <laughs> it gets people going. Um, so yeah, Destiny Two Shadow Keep. It released. At least it released in October. Um, I think technically it was supposed to come out in September. It got delayed. Oh, before I go any further, I want to say it came out the same day. This Uh-oh. is this is Uh-oh. notes. They're here. The bad thing about these notes is I had planned to type them up like Chris does so I could actually read them. Um, these look, and I, I think I've said this more than once, they look like, uh, if you've seen the movie 8 Mile, at one point Eminem's on a bus and he has lyrics written on a notepad that look like a psychopath wrote them. Um, spaghetti. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's why that mom spaghetti ends up in a rap. Um, no, I'm kidding. That's fantastic. Uh, that's what mine look like. So we're going to have fun with this. Okay. But yeah, what were you saying about when it was supposed to come out or when it came out? It came out on October 4th, which I believe was the same day as Ghost Recon. But Ghost Recon, of course, really came out like on the 28th for yeah, rich people. They <laughs> That's funny. It, like I said, it had a slight, I think, original delay from the first the first original anticipated release date. But, you know, it works um, just to kind of reset my mindset and where I where I had been with Destiny. I had not played Destiny Hardcore since the uh, Leviathan raid, and if you know anything about Destiny, that's that's a hot minute ago. I missed the like Warmind expansion. I missed I missed all the rest of that. um, The Destiny two expansions I really didn't play. Um, I played uh, the OG Destiny two though, right? Campaign. Yeah, yeah. I played. I mean, Destiny one vanilla, and I played Destiny two. All the way up to the Leviathan raid, and then there were some expansions that came out that I didn't play. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then I'm, the Forsaken expansion comes out, and I think about that time we have a listener. I was thinking about this today that had written in and said that w- he knew that one of us, or maybe me, that I had played Destiny, and we really needed to get back in it because it's got like this. It's kind of got a swag back, like the Forsaken expansion uh, centered around Cage Six and and some things that happened to him and. It added some really cool new things, and it actually it was a huge expansion. From what I recall, even though I haven't been playing, uh, and I don't see myself going back. Yeah, I just refuse you got, you to got open a, that door, dude. It's it's a great door. <laughs> yeah. It really is. Um, from what I recall, pretty much ever since the separation between them and Activision became a reality and was coming, 
it seems like everything that's been going on with this game is the right direction. Yeah. Where it's like now they don't have to worry about things sat- satisfying a major conglomerate, right? It's like instead, no, you know, we can do this as like here's free to play stuff type stuff, mm-hmm. you know, just to come in here and get mm-hmm. you into the door. And we can, instead of having to release a humongous things all at once, we can kind of do more um, what WoW does, where it's just like pieces yeah. consistently coming out little tiny pieces, you know, to keep yeah. you going. Yeah. Got to keep the people going. Yeah. I think you're spot on in that. And if you look at the, the, the timeline of when that separation happened versus the content that came out, I think it's, I think it's been definitely for the, for the better. Yeah. Um, the shadow keep expansion. Um, if you, if you read about it or you've probably seen this tidbit, it, it's not as big as far as file size that the forsaken mm-hmm. expansion was, but the quality and, and the things that are going to keep you to want to continually invest and do the, the kind of grind you need to do to get your levels up. It's all there. Mm-hmm. When you, when you look at their, their layout of, or their calendar of, of how they want to do things, it's definitely structured um, in a way that I don't remember any other destiny expansion. And what I mean by that is it, it's got these seasons, mm-hmm. um, where you're going to get, like you mentioned, you're going to get stuff. There's, you're going to get all these things to fill you in. And then as, as right about the time you get through with that, there's going to be another season with more stuff. You're not front end loaded or yeah. back end loaded with content. It's kind of like doing Diablo, but instead of, the character being confined to the season, it's like, no, no, it carries over. Yeah. And, and it's like, it, you, or like, I guess kind of like how I guess Fortnite does their stuff, right? It's exactly. Yeah. Th- when you play Fortnite, you feel like, uh, you feel like y- if you've played Fortnite or Apex, you're fine. And you've seen it when you, when you have the season pass, it's, it, I feel like it's, but jo- hey, we're sharing a Coke with Joshua right now. Friend of the show, Josh. Uh, who's been playing Overwatch a lot on his PlayStation 4 and really MLB has. the show. Uh, not on his Switch because <laughs> it's know. not that good. <laughs> the, when, when you, when you rank up during this season, it, 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 it's just there and it's super cool because you do have, mm-hmm. you know, rewards pop up kind of like you do on Fortnite, you know, whether or not you buy the season pass or you just have the free one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very, it's very cool how they're doing it. Um, you, you feel like you did something special. Uh, it's got a nice little, you know, thing that pops up to let you know you, you leveled up and you did it, buddy. Yeah. And, and everything you're getting cool stuff that you can only get, you know, during that this season. one time. Yeah. Right? And it's, it's super, it's super awesome. Uh, but getting back to me, getting back in the game and, and I was the way this starts is I'm on my PlayStation and I see friends that I played destiny and destiny Two. Oh, playing. I knew you were in a danger zone the moment I saw yes. the three that were together. Cause yes, Kevin was supposed to come over and play borderlands with us and he did it for about <laughs> five days. Yeah. And then he just kind of, nah, cause like even before <laughs> the game, before the expansion came out, he had to get his character ready for the, yes. the destiny. Expansion, and I, I, so. I didn't know this. Yeah. I was, I had known that the destiny shadow keep expansion was coming out. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't pay attention to release dates. I knew I had missed Forsaken. Honestly, I thought I was I was too far gone to to catch up. So one one night, one night of destiny, I hop in the uh-huh. uh, I hop in the party chat on PlayStation and I go, "Hey guys, what's up?" I said, "Why? What, what are y'all doing?" And at this point, I think they're playing like Crucible or Iron Banner before the Shadow Keep expansion is coming out. This is like 
a month or so before it comes out. And they're just playing because they want to play competitive, kind of getting their juices flowing or whatever. And they go, uh, and I say, is, is, are we back? Is this going down? And I remember Cam, uh, going, eh, not really. And I went, oh, okay. And then, then the other two people were like, no, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, we're getting ready, you know, then it just kind of snowballs from there. Before you know it, I've downloaded the, uh, the, the expansions that I missed. Um, the Osiris expansion and the Warmind expansion, uh, which were the, the two I had missed on the Destiny 2 OG game. Um, and then eventually I buy the Forsaken expansion. Oh. And then eventually I pre-ordered the Digital Deluxe Shadowkeep expansion. The reason I did that is because I really felt like I was back in. And unlike the, the times before, I would buy a physical copy of the game mm. where you, you generally only get the first expansion in it or maybe zero expansions but you get the game itself but that was for the same price as buying the digital deluxe expansion Mm -hmm. which comes with all the seasons like for the whole for the whole whatever all the expansions everything so i was like it's a no-brainer how much okay so wait how much did you have to pay for the to get the whole season i guess it was just 59 dollars, and i got 59.99 59.99 i got all the expansions that are coming out all the seasons extra stuff So basically you bought a game yeah, but I bought all the stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's so it, nice. It made complete sense. I did pay like 30 bucks for the Forsaken expansion, mm-hmm. which I want apparently that is the greatest story that I've missed. Like, I've heard that. It it People is say that. quality content. Um I mean it has to it has to do with Cage 6, who's like a fan favorite. Um the storyline there was was pretty pretty nice. I think you mean Nathan Fillion. Yeah. He's always a fan favorite. He really, he really is. He writes great books. Firefly Forever. He writes great books on a TV show about being a cop, but not a cop. It's fantastic. We don't talk about that one. That show's good. I, yeah. I did actually watch People that show. Like that People like it. Um, and the next thing you know, man, I'm sitting there. Um, and what's funny is on the, on the night the game launches, everybody's ready and they're light leveled and they're, they're ready to go. And then the servers went down. I, I wasn't ready. I didn't, oh. I didn't play for like a day or two after, but the guys that I play with, by the time I get on, they've already uh, beat the yeah. thing. So right now, a max light level I think is nine sixty three. I want to know what the I cannot even remember what the the required <laughs> um, light level was for either. the very first raid. I don't remember either. But that just seems uh, like it was forever ago. It so they're already like ap- approaching the highest power light level thing you can have, right? For now, I come in and, and I remember the day before Shadow Keep comes out, Destiny I think goes down. Uh, they're getting the server ready or something, so you can't play. But um, the, they were resetting everything to 750. Oh wow! Your guns to 750, your all your gear to 750, and it was to get ready for the obviously the expansion. And, and they were changing up um, a lot of the systems from armor to the guns and everything. So the next time I logged in, everything's at 750. The hmm. caveat to that though is uh a lot of the mods and 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 gear you had before, mm-hmm. um it it kind of becomes obsolete. You immediately as you progress in the story, which I obviously talk about how that folds out, but you you quickly start getting higher gear that you can replace it with. Um one of the things that was very hard for me to go, "Hey guys, are you sure I can do this?" uh was to delete all of the exotics that I had. Hmm. Um, because it was cheaper to buy them from your, um, collections tab. So wait, okay. So I want to make sure I have this. <laughs> so whenever they they do the end of the season, I'm guessing whatever is a cosmetic type thing mm-hmm. 
you save and you keep mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but everything but as far as these weapons mm-hmm. you're saying they get relic no matter what they were before they all get like put to a certain level yeah this was Therefore, before shadow keep came out so i'm guessing you either have to upgrade them in some way or else yeah get higher versions of them yeah you, you like say you had what's an exotic that you remember do you, you probably don't remember any no, i try not so to. let's just say you had an exotic gun that you really really liked yeah and when you logged in that day it, it went from whatever it was to a 750 and you went all right um what if it was a 550 did it go up to yeah, everything went to 750 Weird. everything and it was because that was going to be the I, I guess the intro level of going forward uh. um but when you when you did the math and you and you saw what it takes to upgrade that weapon as you progressed up to the the highest level, mm. um, it was just smarter at some point to delete it and then go pick it up from your collections tab because any exotic that you have found goes mm. to your collection tab and you can repurchase it just like shaders. You can delete shaders that way. And if, if you play Destiny, you, you get a ton of shaders and and sometimes they get maxed out. You can't pick up anymore. Just delete them because you can go to your collections tab and rebuy what you need. The reason they did that is so. You don't continually have to upgrade your um or, or change out the way your character looks. Mm-hmm. You can just finally, when you get the set of gear you want, go to your collections tab and make it the shade that you want. It was it's actually very smart. But so yeah, the the math works out where you just go buy your exotic weapon again from hmm. your collections and then level up from there. Normally, when I pulled mine out, I was, it was like <laughs> an eight. <laughs> I never pulled out eight. Um, it was like at an eight eight eighty or eight ninety something. Yeah. It was just so then it didn't take as much more to get up, you know, as I go up. So. It's super. It doesn't take me much. To get yeah, up I mean, when it's I go it's, it's it's just a a tight. You just touch it. Wait, what? Um. So yeah, we're a clean podcast. <laughs> so I was talking about the exotic weapon, Chris. Of course. Um. So yeah, I, I. So the story. I start out. You know, first night I go in, and as soon as you cut on the game, you're introduced to a classic Destiny cutscene. Yeah, I've heard it like ties into uh, to like things that go back a good while yeah in the let me let me let me yeah. say that first Sorry. no no i need to say no you brought up a great point that i need to say that first not that i need to say what i need to say first mm-hmm. this expansion a lot and i think this is this is right was original at least part of it was content for the og destiny because mm-hmm. it you you're, you're going back to the moon yeah and if you think about what happened on the moon mm-hmm. You had the hive and you had Crota and there was a lot of things going on. Um, so you, you go back to the moon and, and you go, huh? So when you read that, you know, this expansion was either meant for or was additional content to the original destiny before they scrapped it and made destiny Two, it makes sense. They just kind of enhanced it maybe and made it better. I don't know. It so. was, this is the story of how Peter Dinklage became Nolan North. I don't know. I, I was, I was, I'm going to be honest with you. I was a little skeptical about going back to the moon. Cause I thought, yeah, I mean, cause it, be, between the original destiny expansion and where we are now, we have like IO, we got Nessus, we've got, we've got, um, it's the one the place like, where like the, the gambits happen. There's, there's like a, there's like a ton of, st- like when you look at the map today versus where it was, it's like, we got to go back to the moon. There's a, I will say like the one criticism that I think is, fair and i notice a lot is that you know while i guess yeah as you're to to your to your point they're not reusing areas as much as they used to but like they they are real quick to reskin things whether it's like the yeah. moon or you know um 
of course like enemy types right yeah like to say yeah it's something new and it's like no it's not <laughs> it, <laughs> it just glows now man it, it's crazy you say that because yeah. uh, going back to the moon it's almost like driving back to an old neighborhood you grew up in. You still remember this turn leads to there or you go this way to get to that gas station. Um, the moon still, it felt the same in that aspect, but you could tell some things that happened. You know, the, the things that you've done there previously, things are, are torn up. There's craters. There's it's, it is actually different. And, and w- without getting into the story too much, there's a reason behind that. Um, so going back to that cutscene, you see, you see Eris mourn. Um, the first thing you see is her foot and she's like, she's like in some sort of place and, and you're watching, you know, what, 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 what happened? Oh, did you? You're just waiting to see how I smell that. Yep. Um, I will, I will run and I will say things and it will be bad, but so <laughs> something happens and, and there's a discovery. And so you're obviously brought in. Um, so as soon as you kind of get up to the moon, it's hmm. it's one of the most epic intros that I remember from any new start in Destiny ever. Uh, you immediately are, are in this like firefight with other random players because it's like a you're almost thrown into a war, mm-hmm. and you ha- your your goal is to uh, go find out something that ties in directly, obviously, to the intro video, and uh, you kind of progress to a point where. I ended up in a tank pretty quick and oh, that, was, that wow. was pretty cool. Um, and we're, there's it, one thing Bungie does well. It's vehicles. It's tank. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, you end up in this epic firefight and you, and then when you progress, you end up going to this other place and, and very quickly you make it down to a, uh, a point in that opening slash intro where you're hit with a, Oh my God moment. Oh, and it's it's in a good way, and you find yourself going, "How am I when getting you go out of this?" Down, 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 down to that area. Yes. Okay. Yes. Makes sense. So, so there, so you 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 come across this corner, and it's beautifully set up um, from a visual standpoint. And before I go any further, too, I want to mention the Destiny soundtrack is always on point. The music's on point. Yeah. And it does not falter here. Everything about it for me, I've enjoyed immensely. Uh, but the visual, you come around like in one of these caverns, and you see these. I won't say anything else, but you see what you see and you go, wow, that's amazing. And then your, um, your ghost is talking to you, uh, as that's going on too. And it's set up to where, when you come around this next corner, something's now in the center of your screen and you go, oh my God. Uh, that's not the, oh my God, that happens later. It happened shortly after that. And, uh, and from that point on, you're, you're set off onto the, the net, the new story. Um, for Destiny 2 Shadowkeep, which I got to say, the content of the story mm-hmm. is fantastic. The length of the story is relatively, you could probably get it done in a night or two. That's why I've heard like it's about maybe four to six hours. But here's the thing. It's short, full of content that's quality content. Mm-hmm. But the intent of it is to tie into the things they're going to be releasing yeah. on there. And, and that's the thing you need to remember when you play this. It's drip, drip, drip. Once, once you get done with the story, believe it or not, your game is going to start at that point. Like your true play experience is going to start at that so point. So it's like a four hour intro to what Destiny is about. To be. Yeah, yeah. And there's so much to do. Uh, they obviously have a new raid, which, um, the suggested light level is 930. Your boy's what currently you? sitting at a 920 doing Ooh. his thing. He's close. Um, I is the raid out. 
the raid the raid is out yeah mm. the thing that's not out now is something that i'm very excited about that was introduced back in forsaken and it's called a dungeon now so you're like what's the difference here's now the i used to do that level 12 <laughs> uh, uh no yeah. i don't know if they're the same type dungeons that you're talking about that so you remember not, there's not a ghost ship um so these dungeons from what the way I'm going to only interpret, ba- interpret it based on how they've told me about it. It's mm-hmm. almost like a, a baby raid. And that, and the dungeon sense, is, well, yes, but <laughs> in the sense of it's still hard AF, but it's shorter and it's, it's still got all the complex, you know, schematics and puzzles and things you got to do just like you would a raid. Just, so, so, so like a dungeon. Yeah, it's everything I just said is exactly just like a dungeon. Exactly. Yes. Is there only like I don't know? Well, the reason I'm four ex- people. I don't. Maybe I don't know the the things. All I know is the guys that I play with because they know I missed the the dungeon in Forsaken. They're yeah. very excited for me to see this, and I think that drops. What's today? The the twenty third, technically. Mm-hmm. When they hear this, I don't want to confuse them with dates. Um, so I think it drops on like the twenty eighth. Or something. Why is my paper floating away like a ghost just touched it? So next week? Next week, yeah. So Probably next Tuesday, I think. Yeah. The raid is titled Garden of Salvation. Um, and for anyone who's familiar with Destiny, uh, you, you gotta you gotta definitely think what that might tie into. When's the last time you heard of anything about a garden? Um, and if you're thinking black the garden end of destiny. <laughs> you're you're in, in the old destiny, you made it to the black garden. Yeah, I remember that. But it was a very quick mission while very beautiful. It was very quick. And you you really haven't gone back there. But um if you if you like to see what the raid looks like, obviously there's tons of videos out there. I think the the first team that beat the raid successfully beat it, I I wanna say within like six hours, which is crazy. See, that's the difference right there between them. In those stupid division raids, man, like division <laughs> raids were trying to design themselves like no one's going to get this done for a month. Well, dude, so so let's let's rewind. When I played Leviathan, I want to say that the Destiny folks watched for like a day or two before the first team actually cleared it. I remember yeah. I remember talking about it and they were rooting for the team that they could see going to try to get it. I just don't remember it being six hours fast. Like that's insane. First wow. of all, that you. You, when the game drops on like the first or the fourth, whenever it came out, and by the time the raid came out, I think it was like a week later, you're already ready to go in there and clear it, which means you've already mm-hmm. done all the grinding you need to do to get your light level up to be thanks ready. Lot, thank, thanks, loud truck. Yeah, that truck just you. actually scared me a little bit. I had no idea what that was, but that was the most redneck truck you've ever seen. Um, oh my God, I can't read my writing, but I've been doing good. Yeah. So there's going to be rollouts on the entire season, on the entire season. Um, one thing that, um, uh, I'm really excited about that. I've, I've, I think one dropped yesterday was mm-hmm. a new Leviathan exotic quest. Oh. So those are going to be fun. Um, and that is the point of that is to go on a quest to a location that's exotic. <laughs> You're going to get good things. Um, hey, Bob on that. There, there are nightmare hunts, um, which are cool. The, the, the thing about a nightmare hunt is you're sent to kill a thing. Um, and and you it, let every, me guess. Let me guess. It's really hard. Really hard. Yeah. But it gives you an it gives insane you, amount of loot or something. Gives you good right? stuff. The thing that's great about I know it. How things work. The, the thing that's great about it is that I think you have a weekly challenge to go do it, or you can you can clear it once a week. 
but they're you can farm them. And the reason you'd want to farm them is because they give you nightmare mods. So let's say that you get a mod that that a regular mod that reloads your gun super fast. Mm-hmm. The nightmare mod does it even would more. be even, I mean, and that's a very simple explanation of what it is. Yeah. But it's even better. It's kind they, of like farming for equipment in WoW. Yeah, with it, dailies and weekly. Exactly, and, and they don't drop all the time. But yeah. they, when they drop, you want them because they're amazing mods. Mm. Well, we're already like almost at. 50 minutes, Chris. I'm doing fantastic. Has there any talk uh, between you guys about rolling over to PC? Because I'm hearing that's the best way to play this game now. Uh, not uh, well, The only person that's recently talked about getting a PC um, doesn't play Destiny that I know. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, me. No. Oh. No. Uh, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> gotcha. So gotcha. with that. I I just don't know that the guys I, I know that Kevin that we talk about he's he's IT guy he's super smart he if he wanted I, I, to he could have a PC I'm just say like I mean I know Adam has right because we played Swotor forever yeah but our the the PC he has was built for Swotor yeah I've upgraded I've in my PC I've upgraded the uh, the chip and the graphics card but I don't think I could run Destiny on it probably not. I can run Fortnite. Fantastic. DJ money. Yeah. Trust me. I want to always build a new PC, but sell some PCs. I mean, it doesn't take but a nudge. So, (laughs) nudge. Um, but, uh, the, the really cool thing is that it, it has a, um, cross platform. Yeah. Sir. Is that what you're talking about? Well, you can, uh, you can migrate. Yeah. Like everyone I know, especially now that's on Steam. And all that, you know, because it's not, yeah, um, part of Activision anymore. Right. It can be on Steam. Um, yeah. like <laughs> there's like two million concurrent players as soon as it went there. And it, it's like, it keeps growing because from my understanding, just as, as time has gone on, the, the best version of that game is now on PC. Like you just have better field of view. You have it consistent. Why is, did Red, is this dude just why doing, is he doing circles? I don't know. Redneck truck came back because he heard me call it Redneck truck. Yeah. Does he know I drive motorcycles? One of these. I am one not, I'm not scared of Redneck truck guy. Just saying. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's always at 60 frames per second. You know, it's, it's best video quality, et cetera. So people just like it that way. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I wonder if they did the, if, if, if Destiny really reached out to do the cross platform thing because of the need for the Steam mm-hmm. community or a combination of, I brought this up before, but like knowing that they wanted to go to a platform like Stadia and they wanted everybody to be able to play it as many ways as they needed it to be. I don't know. Yeah. Stadia's got issues too. Yeah, they do. Well, yeah. I, I told that story to John and I'll, I'll elaborate on it a little bit in the news, but. It's not, that's not what it seems to be, I don't think. Mm -hmm. We'll see. We'll talk about that there. Um, trying to see if I missed anything. I did bring up the new armor system. Um, they're calling it, um, I think like a 2.0 upgrade system. Basically, when you get a new piece of gear that you can mod, it's got energy slots that you have to upgrade the energy slots first Mm -hmm. because each mod costs a certain amount of energy to be in it. Okay. And you and you can it, the the idea that Destiny wanted you to do was to be more mindful of the build, so you could customize it the way you wanted to do it versus the old way where you just looked at the higher number and you didn't you know may not have cared about the stats. Slot this in here, yeah. But the if if you're like a a guy who wants his grenade to go farther, but also have amazing uh, carrying ability for something, maybe you kind of set your mods up that way versus 
you know, just any old thing to make the rank go up. Yeah, if that makes that's sense. That's the way to do it. Yeah. It, it, everything that they've done, I've heard somebody say that some things feel clunky on the, uh, I can't remember if it, the, if it was the interface for the new armor system or what. I haven't come across anything that's felt clunky at all. Hmm. Um, everything's felt great. Um, the Iron Banner just ended. Uh, I got some really good stuff from it, but I got to say, it almost feels like the Iron Banner now is easier than regular, regular, regular regular competitive pvp hmm. and i don't know why <laughs> and iron banner is supposed to be like where there is no right because you are whatever your your power level is that's huh. what you are so if i go up against like a 950 and i'm a 920 it's going to be harder for me to kill him than it is for him to kill me hmm. i don't know everything else the, the all the levels are kind of neutralized all the other modes Maybe you're playing with bots and they just aren't telling oh, you. Oh, that's yeah, we were talking about bots today and on Fortnite there's bots and how funny that is. It's crazy. Excuse me, their perspective villain. Let me get <laughs> Let on me my knees and aim at you. <laughs> yeah. In a way I'm glad, you know, speaking of Fortnite, that yeah, the, yeah. the bots are at least not like the you know, the ninjas of the world type talent, but dead, that's insane. Dead, dead. Um I would say this too for any newcomers, if this is gonna be your first interest in 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 Intro into Destiny. Um, they do have the ability for you to go back and run some of the other storylines that I mentioned from the other expansions. Yeah, there's like a version of it on Steam, I think, that's free mm-hmm. to play. Where yeah. You can do all that stuff. So definitely, you know, I think they call you guys the new lights because <laughs> you're new to Destiny. There, there's John Mayer? That's hilarious. Um, Amanda Holloway in the hangar. She also has some mm-hmm. old school quests you can do. Um also want to give you a piece of advice either download the destiny companion app um at at the very least Mm -hmm. because you're able to do all the things you need to do from a mobile standpoint from switching over like this gun to this person or vice versa the drawback to that app versus the next one i'm about to tell you about which is the ishtar commander is that on the ishtar you can turn your phone or mobile device sideways and view all three of your characters at once and instantly equip how you need to Mm -hmm. so let's say you're you're playing your main as a Titan and you get a gun that's going to replace one that you have. Now you can switch that other gun over to maybe your hunter or your warlock or however you got your combination of characters set up instantly. So you don't have to worry about doing that later. And it also helps clear out inventory because hmm. you, one thing I have noticed is I'm getting a lot of loot, but it doesn't feel like it's, it's wasted loot mm-hmm. from a gun standpoint, from a um, armor standpoint, any of that. Um, I actually really, I feel like I'm getting Ingrams at a fair pace from when I played before. I felt like they were too few and far between. Um, so that's, I think that's good. Charles keep a good rate of Mark Ingrams. Uh, which ones? Mark Ingrams. Mar- oh, Mar- where is Mark Ingram right now, by the way? He is Side on... note. He's not on the Saints anymore, right? No. Where did he go to? That's a good I, question. I don't know. He's uh, on a winning team. Uh, if, if you were wondering the current season, we did talk about that earlier. It's called the season of undying. Um, and like I said, it is set up like a Fortnite or apex type season. Very, very cool. I don't know the name of anything else that's going to happen. Um, and that, I, I think I'm out of notes. Was there? Oh, one thing that's super awesome mm. is finishing moves. Oh, so like mortality. Yes. So like, let's say you're shooting any, any enemy, any, any AI enemy. A mm. dot comes over their head and it's, it's like a, I don't know, like it, it looks like a cotton ball, but like more beige color. It pops <laughs> over their head and you go and it's tiny. So you, you know that at that point you can now do your finishing move. 
you click R3 on a controller and then it goes into like a quick little visual of whatever you are doing a cutscene. Example, a Titan kind of does a jump up Superman punch, ends it. A hunter does like this uh, flippity knife thing that it does. It kind of does Those, like a, what, uh, what was that word it again? It kind of does like these full out flip things. No, that wasn't the word you Flippity used. knife thing. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember what the, I think the warlock just does like a, I'm going to punch you type punch. That's why it does. Almost like a power kind of chest punch. They're all really cool. And, and, and so it, you're saying everyone that Bungie plays Doom and said, we should put that in the game. Dude, whatever it is, <laughs> it's very cool. And they're obviously all the, all the quests and dailies and weeklies and, and things you have, uh, they they in, 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 they they include the things like you know now let's get you ten kills using your finishing move and stuff like that so you're mm-hmm. using them to see what they are it's very cool uh, they they have slightly changed the the nightfall there's a the when you play the hardest levels of the nightfall you actually are able to get some I think they drop either the same as raid gear or the next highest mm-hmm. available gear for you. So there's a there's a it's a good reason to kind of go in and, and really challenge yourself to play the nightfalls. But uh, all in all, I as you can tell, I I wrote down notes, but a lot of this has been me just talking. Um, I've really I've really enjoyed going back into Destiny. I feel like uh, how long do you think they'll play this time? Maybe not you, but like them. I don't know. It, everybody, it, this I mean, is this is an expansion where uh, on a scale of Adam, who will play till <laughs> the end of time, I, I and, don't know. He, I don't and know. Tate, who will play. Here's the thing: close to the end of time, but he will bail because of how um, we're all kind of getting ready to do this raid, and we haven't had our group doing raids sure in a while. It's going to carry at least over until you know, the new year or at some point, if this season just starts kind of feeling lame. Yeah. the show, th- this, uh, this game, this expansion has pretty much forced us as a, uh, as a podcast to change our plans. Yeah. Cause uh, I, I mean, like I kind of like, <laughs> it was like, what was it? It was last week I was with Sean and we were eating. And I was like, look, I was like, are you getting call of duty? Is like, I think I am. I'm like, you realize if you get this, you're probably getting it by yourself because i think you're all the people who have been playing that with you they're just gonna be playing more uh dude <laughs> as, more destiny. as we're talking right now i get a telegram which telegram is an app very similar to kick by the way which kick is not going away now yeah i know but telegram is pretty awesome and we have a chat called destiny ogs that's us um and one of our friends just said the love and death grenade launcher drops from the nightmare hunt yeah. if you remember me talking about those being a thing um, he told us to instantly get it, and then he drops an expletive after that. But, um, uh, by the way, Mark Ingram, yeah. he is a Baltimore Raven. Is he? Yeah, he's a, he's a Raven. Like I said, I told you he's on a good team. I, I feel like at some point, all Alabama or former Alabama players, I should say, end up on Baltimore. <laughs> That's probably fair. That's accurate. Or Washington, or yeah, or the Reds. Yes, I was gonna say or Washington. But uh, yeah, um, I'm loving it, man. It uh, it's it's hard to grade just an expansion. Yeah, I was about to say the. I mean, like right now, I guess like not so much the expansion, but for someone that is coming into Destiny mm-hmm. Two as of now, what do you think overall the experience is at this moment? I I so I feel like it could almost there is so much to do mm-hmm. that you possibly could get overwhelmed, and I say that being a returning player mm-hmm. and remembering the things you need to do to play, the things you got to do to get yourself ready. I'm starting to sound like Coach Nick Saban. <laughs> um, 
but uh to get ready to if you rat poison to, if you decide to go and play in-game content but uh i mean it's definitely a game like that in comparison to the juxtaposition here right of something like borderlands right destiny is designed to be played nothing but that yeah. for the rest of your life if you need to. <laughs> well, <laughs> versus like Borderland, that, yeah. borderlands like you know mike and jeff have have uh platinum it yeah they yeah. platinum it and i probably could too if i want to i plan to until uh this one game came out which is what i've been working on by but, the way um, next week's game looks beautiful yes. just saying very pretty very pretty very pretty that's all we'll say for now yeah. <laughs> that's call of duty <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah call of duty chris said it um i did ask all the guys because if they would have said uh yeah let's get it you know let's play call of duty we'll we'll split it we'll play destiny and call of duty yada 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 i would have instantly been on board because call of duty is a game that i want to play with friends yeah and um the majority of them aren't getting it but there are a few who are so i don't know how that's oh that's that thing um but if i if i had to give this expansion a richard um i think the expansion is uh an eight seven five Ooh. Um, I think the gameplay experience from destiny right now, if you were rating it on a scale from one to 10, I think would be in the nine somewhere. Okay. Um, and I'm saying that because as I was playing the uh, shadow keep expansion, I was also playing the story for the forsaken expansion. Mm-hmm. And that, that story has me hooked, mm. uh, where this story is great. And I don't want to say that it doesn't like have tease, me hooked. Right. Yeah, because I know this story is incomplete because it's going to be coming out in bits and pieces during the season. Um, But it's it's definitely worth you know diving into now. I highly recommend it for anybody who's been away, just like it was recommended to me to come back. So uh, Mm. you know, thanks. Yeah, thanks for you guys for listening. I hope uh, hope we see you on the on the planets, maybe the moon one day, huh? Let's do it to the moon. Fire team. That's a 6.0 from Chris now. <laughs> Kidding. Oh, that's um, so funny. Well, cool. I'm glad I'm yeah. glad you're back. Like I said, I kind of I just started seeing things. I'm like, I know what's about to happen Wait, here. So you're not playing Outer uh, World? Oh, I'm definitely playing Outer World. That's but, not the game. No, that's the game that comes out Friday. Yeah. And that will be the one that's <laughs> after the one yeah. that we do this. Because uh, I got an IM from John who said Outer Worlds ooh today. Yeah, and I go, you know, and if you know me, one of the things I'll say is, "Here we go," kind of like like you're fixing to, yeah, you know, uh, s the Richard off, and I, I say it in a an endearing kind of way. Mm-hmm. John has these moments where he can be kind of you know dumb, and he he the next I am I get is a question mark, and then a huh, and I'm like, "You're killing me, John, you're <laughs> killing me," but yeah, I I think I want to get. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look a little bit more into it. And I, we might actually have us. I a, mean, a three- you have for free if you've got ultimate. Right. So. <laughs> so I'm saying, so we might have a three person panel on that one. Maybe. Oh, that game though. I mean, out of the three of us, Obsidian has made two games uh, that are like my some of the favorite things I've played in the last. There's no doubt you're playing twenty that. years. Yeah. yeah so. Putting all your yeah. I mean, and on top of that, they made the the first South Park uh, RPG there, which you played forever and loved. Yeah. And so. laughed. I mean, Obsidian <laughs> does good stuff. Like they're they're not, and I mean, like I I go into it knowing that's like a double A game. Yeah, you know, but like, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I'm like, it won't be perfect in every way, but you know what? I see a map, and that looks just like a Mass Effect map. 
And I see a, a morality <laughs> type thing going on there. Uh-oh. And I see some really, really gray areas for quests where it doesn't look like there's perfect answers. Oh, no. Oh, Here yes, we go. Yes, yes, yes. So it kind of looks like it's, you know, that maybe like a, a perfect medium of something like Mass Effect and, and like uh, Fallout. So I, I'm game for that. Yeah, that's right up your alley. For me, it's still not because Fallout yeah. sucks. What? Back off. What? Wait, what happened? But uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll find out. We got good stuff, man. Yeah. Well, good stuff on the horizon. Let's uh, do some news. For sure. Yay. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! That was a peak. That was a peak. Look at that you peak. Know, peaks and valleys. Peaks and valleys. It's fine. It's fine. You know what the best part of that one of you being out is? That you get to be news guy. Yeah. With the other one. You can't stop me. <laughs> Coming to you fresh. Long time broadcaster. <laughs> That's First awesome. time radio. How you doing, person? Walking yeah. in where we could see you because Chris has giant windows. Yep. Yeah. Fine. We're just on. Yeah, we're doing a podcast. That's what we're yeah. doing. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Penny, very, very Penny they are about. not coming here. Promise. I'm sorry, Payne. They don't love you. <laughs> I can't make them love you if they don't. You can't make a heart love somebody. Right. Oh, no. Can't make it do something that won't. Penny's like, I hear, it doesn't, I don't know, I hear things. You know what she's crying about? Well, what some people might be crying about, Chris. Google Stadia's wireless controller. Yeah. The Stadia's wireless, in quotations here, uh, controller will only be wireless when played on a TV via the Chromecast at launch. For everything else, you have to plug it in using a USB-C cable. This may disappoint many fans looking forward to the service, as many have been inspecting it. Uh, it's, quote, seamless connective to apply to the service and its entire supporting tech. When this was initially suggested during early advertisements, a community manager confirmed this news on Reddit, writing, quote, as for the wireless gameplay, this is limited to Chrome, ah, Chromecast Ultra. When plugged in via a USB cable, the Stadia controller acts as a standard USB HID HUD. I don't know if it's HID or HUD. I have to ask John. Uh, controller and may work on other platforms depending on the game and setup. According to Google, is making sure that it works perfectly before rolling it out to other platforms. Yeah. And that last sentence is what I was going to say because I did read about it. I was the one who tipped our news team of this being out there. Um, they they want to make sure that what the Stadia is, which is the Chromecast hooked to your TV, making it tied to the massive Google computer somewhere, mm -hmm. and you play the games, it's wireless. It's fine. Until they perfect that to exactly where they want it, they're not going to roll it out to any other um, you know, component because imagine that PR nightmare. I think this was a better approach to go ahead and clarify that no, it's not. I uh, just... In the end, though, it's like, look, your whole entire idea of your service is you got to be able to overcome lag input, mm -hmm. right? And you're not starting out very good with this, right? Yeah, it's it's definitely not good. Yeah. I'm trying to look at the positives. Like, you know, they're they're trying to get the thing right. Penny. The other positive was um, at least it's a USB-C cable. Yeah, that is good. You know, everything's it, going to it, that. If it would have been like a propriety cable. That if you lost it, you would have had to order another one or something. I think like even um, the Elite Controller Two is coming out here yeah. soon, and that is USB C. So at least that's you know the good, but the bad is, yeah, people really did think they could just kind I, of uh, 
I don't know how. I mean, I guess it's possible that this all works, but right now I do not know. Like they have to prove themselves and they have done nothing so far that has made me jump out to think like, yep, this is the future because to the me, future. Yeah. To me, this is going <laughs> to be a thing that a couple of people use for a long time. And I don't know. I, I just would, would, you know, the fact that we, uh, we'll look at MPD up here and you see like on the RHAM, like Microsoft, their main competitor, that's going to have a whole gaming service, you know, you know, coming on here. And the fact that one of their titles had 5 million play players on it. Right. Yeah. On top of the sales it made off of this. I, uh, <laughs> you go like, well, what's Google Stadia's, uh, sliver in this, right? Like, I don't know what the, I don't know why you would go buy it on this versus one of those other services, I guess. It, it, and it, the reason you would buy it would be because it works seamlessly. It's very cool. It eliminates the need to buy expensive, yeah. you know, Xboxes and Playstations and whatnot. Um, and the way I visual Stadia right now is that it, it's a possible, think of like a prime athlete, male or female, and it's running and it started out great. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of trips. Yeah. That, that debut was awesome from that. So, so then it trips and it's like, all right, they kind of got their footing back a little bit, but then they tripped again, but they did that kind of trip where you're like, Oh, Oh, are you about to fall? Uh, you know, and then it's like, all right, where are you going to go from here? It, it, I, I told Chris before we started recording that if if my upstream and my downstream were reliable on my internet service, yeah, on a constant basis, I'm undoubtedly getting this just to try it for myself for the show, if you will. Yeah. But also, what if it is going to be the thing that is amazing? But on the other hand, um, when you when you see the things like uh, this coming out, mm-hmm. um. And, and then you couple with the fact that I do have an internet that is not the best internet right now all the time. I'm on the fence and, uh, I like, I'm a consumer that needs to make my mind up quick. If I want to be on the founders edition. Yeah. I think you should pass on that. I think you're done with that. I think I should be too. Um, <laughs> but I get so excited, you know, do you get excited to ban things? No, I get excited about those blizzards from like Dairy Queen. They're fantastic. Oh. Speaking of blizzards, <laughs> I had one of those this weekend. Did you? They're pretty good, right? Got one of the new ones. Um, blizzard, not associated with Dairy Queen, has applied a ban to the American University Hearthstone team for competition for six months. This, of course, is another um, blizzard ban. We had previously talked about another one. Uh, this was due in response to the team holding up a free Hong Kong boycott blizz sign during an official live stream. Ouch. Uh, interestingly, the punishment was handed out almost a week after the incident, but the team says it was expected. So they went into it kind of knowing what may happen. Mm-hmm. According to team member Casey Chambers via Twitter, uh, quote, happy to announce the AU Hearthstone team received a six month ban from competition. While delayed, I appreciate all players being treated equally and no one being above the rules. End quote. Many news outlets reached out inquiring why it took a week for Blizzard to respond. Blizzard responded to IGN with the following statement. Thanks for reaching out. We strongly encourage everyone in our community to share their viewpoints in the many places available to express themselves. However, our official broadcast needs to be about the game and the competition and to be uh, a place where all are welcome. If we allow the introduction of personal, personal views about sensitive issues into the channel, it ceases to be what it's meant for esports. We have rules in place to support this to which these competitors as well as others at all levels have agreed. 
They knowingly broke those rules and we've uh, suspended them from Hearthstone Esports for six months, end quote. They did not answer why it took so long, but at least they did respond. We weren't really paying attention as much (laughs) because it was just a regular one. And then there was the second part where we had to ask ourselves, do we want to make this a thing again? (laughs) (laughs) Are we going here again? Yeah. Has anyone noticed what they did? (laughs) Okay, then maybe we shouldn't respond to it. But Uh, this is going to be the way it is. And you know what? They should probably be prepared. The fact that every team, they're going to, yeah, there's going to be like, (laughs) not every team, but there's, especially like if you're talking about these college teams where you're talking about a lot of young kids who are like, yeah, I I have ideal, you know, I'm an idealistic person and I believe in those ideals right now. Uh, right. And and, and to be honest, uh, a lot of, um, I have uh, nothing to lose. Universities. Are, yeah. are a melting pot of different diversities and backgrounds. Exactly. So you're going to have people who are like, wait a minute. No, no, no. This is not going to be okay. They can't do this. Um, Blizzard standing kind of firm on their train of thought with it, though. It's like, look, they we, have to be at this point. We have, they're, they, they're, and, and like I said, we said it before. I kind of agree with Blizzard on some things. Um, I kind of see where the other side is coming from, like I always do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, it'll be interesting, interessante mm-hmm. to see where it goes from here. You know, that is true. Uh, know, how do we pivot this one? Well, continuing on from that. Oh, that's nice. Uh, the U.S. Congress has responded. A five bipartisan member uh, coalition of Congress has <laughs> has asked Activision CEO uh, Bobby Kotick to reconsider the company's punishment of uh, I Blitzchung. I'm just going to go with his name because <laughs> I don't know how to say his first name uh, for his statements in support of protesters in Hong Kong. Members include Senators uh, Ron Wyden, Senator Mark, Marco Rubio, uh, Representative AOC, a.k.a. Alexandria uh, oh. Cortez. I don't know how you said it. Ocasio Cortez. Yeah, I tried to say and I couldn't. Mike Gallagher and Tom Malowinski. Uh, according to the letter, quote, we write to express our deep concern about Activision Blizzard's decision to make player uh, Blitzchung forfeit prize money and ban him from participating in tournaments for a year after he voiced support for a pro-democracy protest in Hong Kong. The decision is particularly concerning in light of the Chinese government's growing appetite for pressure, uh, pressuring American businesses to help stifle free speech. I think uh, it should probably be note there that I think Blizzard in the end ended up paying him. So that's not an issue. Because they yeah. determined that he he got his he got his money back, but, he's, but yeah. he was still banned. Yes, he is banned. Yeah, but yeah, that, that's never a good thing when politicians are involved. So <laughs> it was such a big story that it it caught you know their 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 channels. Yeah, and it was brought to them, and and yeah, you, and you never know how it spun to them. But I mean, I'll say this: the one that's most should be most concerning to Blizzard is AOC. Uh, yeah. Just because, I mean, <laughs> she's the kind of person that within the Twitter sphere of all those people on there, she's in her own like stratosphere compared to them, right? Yeah. Yeah. In terms of popularity. And she's got a whole entire army of, of followers who, you know, if she goes out there and says something, they're going to, they're going to take note of it. Right. So I agree. Uh, and plus, you know, I, I do, you can't help but think there is an angle of po- a political angle. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's called we don't like China <laughs> right I, I was going to say also there's a lot more going on on Capitol Hill right now Yeah. Um, to be worrying, to, to worrying about some blizzard stuff going on but there is 
I can see why they they got involved at the same time. So yeah, it yeah. is it is what it is. Yeah, you know, because politics it is games, yeah, politics yeah. mixed together. Love and I'm, I'm marriage. So happy. <laughs> so happy John's off this week. Yeah, I actually thought about John when you go. Yeah, you know, AOC's got that big Twitter, and I, I just like, what would John say? It's fantastic. You know he what? Would he, agree. He, he would agree. I think maybe because yeah. you know politics. Yeah, I'd be like, let's go pull up the user amounts. <laughs> Compare Marco Rubio. <laughs> uh, who is Ron Wyden? That's a good question. Where's he from? I don't know. Never seen him on anything, but he's a senator. It's got to be legit. Out. Yeah. Google. He is what? from Oregon. You apparently. think so? It just it said Rod. I bet. I bet. I know. You do know? I bet. I know. Oh no! Wait, he was originally though born in. Kansas, but yes, he is. He's been a he, senator he since is, 1996, bro. Yeah, he's he's part of Oregon's. We uh, want to move there. Thing. I like I like Ron Wyden. All of a sudden, he's down with rain. He's top match. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's it. Yeah, let's uh, move on to uh, the MPD for September. You know, since we we have those now. Yes, NBA 2K20 is the best selling game of September 2019. Yeah, uh, this makes the game the best selling game of 2019 so far as well. NBA 2020 also became the best-selling launch month sales for any sports game in history. Suck it, FIFA. So here are the additional numbers for MPD and September. Of course, we said NBA 2K20. Uh, number two, yeah, I'm, go- I'm going unorthodox right now, and I'm going one to ten. I know. This, I was like, this, what? This, this is how I do today. Okay. Borderlands 3 was number two. Uh-huh. Uh, FIFA 20 uh, the, was three. The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening was number four. Mm. Madden NFL 20 was five. Uh, the possible good, but kind of broken Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which actually released in October. It's fine. Unless you're rich. It's fine. Uh, Gears 5. Yeah. Uh, was number seven. Code Vein, number eight. Very popular for the Dark Souls type people. Yes. Yeah. Uh, NHL 20. So that makes all of the sports in the top 10. Was people like sports. Nine. And then Mario Kart 8 rounded it up at number like, 10. For no reason, MLB the show, 18. <laughs> <laughs> like 18. Uh, uh, how you know far what? did Grand Theft go? <laughs> right. It's not on there. It's kind of sad. Actually, you know, the ones that are of note here, neither Astral Train or Control are in the top 10. Of course, they came out at the end of last month. Yeah. Remember when I was talking about how some months are heavy hitters than ours? Yeah, that's a, that that one. That's that a one, heavy. That, that's what I was talking about right there. <laughs> yeah, people love to play the sports titles. They're yes. gonna always be at the top. Um, and then when you have like a Borderlands, which is a yeah, you know, a, a next installment of a game that's been several years. But again, like you see, though, at, getting back to what I was kind of referencing earlier, Gears Five is what ten, nine, eight, seven on the list, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to think, okay, it's seven on this list. But as Microsoft has already said, like over 5 million people have played that game through Games Pass. So you have to think if those were all included, probably would have been the number two game this month. But some kind of way the money still works out for them. Yeah, it's like they've figured this out where it's like, hey man, Gears 5 now is going to get more exposure probably because I doubt they would have sold 5 million copies at launch of that game. You know, they probably would have sold like one to two million copies of the game at launch. Um, and, you know, we're about to see another game this Friday, which I think will be even a bigger experiment. 
with it because, of course, uh, we've talked about Our Worlds comes out this Friday. In two uh, and, days. Yeah. And I mean, it will be available on <clears throat> PS4 and, and PC. And eventually, at some point, I think it's coming to Switch as well. They just haven't said when. Um, but I'm willing to bet that probably some point in the next two weeks, Microsoft will come out and say, by the way, over 2 million people have played, you know, Outer Worlds on Games Pass already, which would be huge, right? Huge. 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 <laughs> Anyways. <clears throat> but hey. Yeah. NBA 2K, top selling game of the year. So far. Yeah. Of all time. Remember yeah. when I wanted to do that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. We, we got, uh, I know it's the most popular stuff. <laughs> Red Dead, NBA 2K. Oh my God. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Red Dead and NBA. Uh, Nintendo Switch sales surpassed 15 million. Uh, Switch has now surpassed 15 million units sold in North America. In 2019, sales of the Switch jumped more than 20%, signaling the strength of the console. The sales figures include both the regular and light consoles. I like how light. Kind of looks like, you know, like Miller Lite. Miller Lite, yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. Uh, the company also noted that 14 Nintendo Switch games have sold more than 1 million copies and 4 sold more than 6 million, including Mario Kart 8, Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, and Smash Bros. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, I, it's, I'm telling you, it's just good to have Nintendo in the gaming world doing good. Yeah, I mean, this is it what they is. needed. Yes. And this is what they're looking for. It's like they don't need to be... To be successful, they don't need to be Sony. Right. Right. It's just that their problem with the Wii U was that no one in America was buying it. Um, and therefore, you know, it's just impossible to rely on, you know, a strategy that doesn't, and right now in gaming at least, right, that doesn't have you got the American market. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. I mean, we, we both owned Xbox yeah. regulars. Mm-hmm. PlayStation 4 or 4 regulars, but then we both bought PlayStation 4 Pros mm-hmm. and um, Xbox One Xs, and it was because they marketed it to us and they educated us what the products were and what yeah. they delivered. And Nintendo just didn't do that. Not <laughs> with, with the Wii U. Though. Right, with the no. Wii U. And that little system should have sold more, and I think it just falls on them. I really do, but I'm glad the Switch is, is kicking butt and taking names. For sure. It's nice. Um no loot boxes in LA. Let's just yeah. <laughs> Let's just let that marinate for a minute. Uh Activision has stated once again that Call of Duty Modern Warfare will not have loot boxes implemented into the game. However, the game will feature a battle pass. That there's a big difference there people. There is a difference. The implementation will be almost identical to other battle pass systems found in games like Fortnite and Destiny 2. According to Activision, the new Battle Pass system will allow players to see the content that they are earning or buying. Battle Pass will launch time to new post-launch live seasons. So you can unlock cool new Modern Warfare themed content that matches each season. Activision has stated that progression advantages will not be tied down to the battle system. Basically, who needs loot boxes when you can buy the Battle Pass? And who needs a Battle Pass when you can pay us just to have your Battle Pass at max level? Uh, I, I mean, which is what Fortnite does, I guess. But the difference you could argue is what Fortnite is a free to play game, right? Yes. You know, like that's the part I think you can fish in now. You can, you can go on a boat. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, yeah. But I mean, like that's the arguments that are being made, but it's no different than like NBA 2K or 
I don't know, mad and all these things. Like, yeah, I guess there's a ethical debate to be had in a way of like, hey, man, should you be able to like charge someone 60 bucks and then like basically say, okay, now give us 25 more bucks for the battle pass. Oh, by the way, now give us like we're going to make all these things really hard and limited for you to get. And we're going to keep asking you to pay for new battle passes. And we're going to drip on you the need to go ahead and buy everything that's in the battle pass unless you're going to play this and nothing else. Crazy. Like that's that's the issue, because like with Fortnite, I can justify that because I could say all that other stuff is optional because it's a free to play game. So if our buddy Slade, who I don't think buys anything like leveling up, he just buys the battle passes. Mm -hmm. If he buys three of those in a year. I mean, that's about the price of a full game, right? But he's played it for the whole year. Exactly. Or like, for instance, like you uh, playing, you know, Destiny, right? Mm -hmm. If you buy the season or whatever, then that's fine because that's your one. Or as you said, you bought the $60 thing for the full year. I'm I'm good for you. You're paying that content for a year or, or wow, where you're paying 15 bucks a month. But you're consistently getting new content and that, you know, for there without an additional charge. This is like here the the argument to be made against them and others who are now incorporating this is like, no nah, man, you're not doing the free to play thing. You're you're doing, you're taking what the free to play does and then you're tacking it onto your already very expensive game and you're doing it because you're a public company that is losing all these other things. So you need to get as much money out of it as you can. Um, I don't. I, normally, we if we have a price. Mm-hmm. We we list that. I'm wondering if what yeah, price tag is tied to that. Now, if the battle pass system comes out and it's free, uh, there's no. I way. know it's not going to be yeah. free, but we'd be cool with it, you know, because we've already paid sixty dollars for the game or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I I'm I'm interested to see how this Call of Duty launch happens. I really am. Mm. Um, like I said, because my group is not excited for it, so in my bubble, it's kind of like, huh? They played the alpha and the betas, and they just weren't sold on it. I've yeah from. From what I could tell, I mean, I think it's going to be more the people that either, either you're a Call of Duty bro and that's your thing. <laughs> Call and, of Duty bro. Hey, bro. Um, <laughs> want and, me, want me, bro. And really, no matter what, you're going to give every Call of Duty a shot and try to ride or dive with it. Right. You know? Right. Um, and there's probably nothing that will pull you away from Call of Duty, right? Or else you're, I think if you're likely coming back to this or, or willing to check it out, it's because maybe you're someone like John who doesn't care so much about the multiplayer and you want to see how their story side for the single player is going to be, you know, and yeah. how real is it, you know, because they're, they're saying it's supposed to be very hyper realistic for Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. Because those have always been the, the, the definition of hyper realistic, right? Right. Um. Uh, well, maybe. Maybe. What is this one here? You can go. You can go ahead and read it, so you can read the next one. Yeah, I don't want to read this one. You, yeah, you just want to skip it? Yeah, I don't care about this. Okay. Do you care about this? Um, we'll say this: if you wanted the game early, there's ways you could get it, and that's on you. I'm not saying anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I will talk about leaks. Oh. Okay. Wait, that's you. Oh, is it me? Yeah, because I talked about. Did not talk about loot boxes. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Did. Uh. Diablo 4 seemingly has leaked. I'm excited. A Blizzard advertisement in a German gaming magazine has seemingly leaked the existence of Diablo 4. Full page ad on page 27 of the latest issue of GameStar features a segment for the upcoming Art of Diablo hardpack book. 
which is due for release in November. The description reads, featuring over 500 artworks from Diablo, Diablo 2, Diablo 3, and Diablo 4. This book features many noteworthy artworks uh, created for Blizzard Entertainment's iconic RPG. If the art book does not feature artwork for Diablo Mobile, it's not worth the money, says John. <laughs> That's funny, John, news team guy. But yeah, I saw this and I was like, ooh. I mean, it's a secret that no one. Yeah, but <laughs> so the timing of it, I think, is, is crazy because of what's already going on with them in the PR spotlight with issues. Mm-hmm. Um, also, part of me thought because of that, they planted, they did a plant and planted this in that magazine. It's possible. I to, mean, to kind of go, yeah. well, if they're bringing Diablo. Or, or really, maybe not even so much as they were like, oh, hey, let's just put this here and someone will find it. We need some positive PR. Yeah, they do. Yeah, because I don't <laughs> think they're going to come out here. This year with Blizz, with BlizzCon, let's talk about live streams and how <laughs> communist countries can help you. Oh you know, I don't think that's going to be their focal point, and I don't think it's going to be Diablo Immortal. Right. Well, I, I just remember last BlizzCon, the fallout from it. Then you yeah. go into, um, you get some good news for like the WoW community and WoW Classic coming out, but then you have like the Blitzchunk thing, and now it's like, okay, we got it. We we got to quit, quit going back and forth. Let's put some good stuff out there, and I'd be willing to bet that, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're gonna come out, and there's gonna be there should only be, in fact, there should only really be two announcements on the main like original first yeah. up yeah right maybe three if there's overwatch 2 which is rumored okay that'll be big if that's coming then yes then that should be there but I, i'm gonna say that's not gonna be this year i think that'll be next year i think it should just be here's the trailer for the next expansion of world of warcraft which everyone knows is coming is due to be announced right right because they've said hey once this ends we think the content for this is done um and then yeah the opening should just be a Diablo 4 trailer. And if it's not, I don't care how John feels about it. I will condemn uh, or I will condone like riots and, and just, uh, <laughs> you know, like we won't, we won't actually attack people. We'll just like, you know, dude, knock over our chairs. <laughs> how good was Diablo right. 3 and still how good is it? Right. Can you imagine Diablo 4? Yes, I can. It's probably a lot like Diablo 3. <laughs> do you think it comes to consoles off the jump, or do you think it's PC only? There, oh man, that's hard to say. And I'm thinking if it does come to console, it'll be like to Xbox. I, I'll say this. Uh, I, I don't think it's coming out. I, I would say the earliest it comes out is next fall, and if I'm them, I think it would just be easier to launch on PC, get it right. And then the next following year be like, oh, by the way, it's out on Xbox, whatever. It's on PlayStation 5 and it's out on Xbox One and PS4. Dude. You know, and Switch and everywhere else. I think that it, I actually think the timing of when it could come out coincides with the fact that it probably can run on those systems. Oh, no doubt. Which makes me think that on launch, it might come out on everything. I mean, think about it. Diablo 3 is a game that ran on 360s and PS3s. Yeah. So See what I'm saying? Yeah. They th- those games will never be highly, you know, graphic so intensive. Got, it may, hearing this news like really made me have that urge to go run through Diablo 3 again. Let's do it. And see what I'm saying? Anytime we want to, we love that game. So um, um 
but you know what you can't no, run well, very quickly well, too. that's what i'm saying i'm glad that diablo has fast travel options you know well guess what doesn't what's that the, the one you're gonna oh about. oh my <laughs> god you. there's i know no i know i know this is all yeah. part of the bit chris uh, just let it happen I um, there's no fast travel for jedi fallen order which i'm okay with believe it or not but john Same. will not be buying jedi fallen order because respawn has said that it wants players to quote explore and try try traverse traverse and re- and john says and retraverse the different planets uh usgamer.com noticed no fast travel system during the first few hours on a gameplay demo EA responded and confirmed this news by expanding uh, and saying, quote, we, we also want each planet's explorable areas, explorable, uh, to feel interconnected through discoverable shortcuts back to key areas. Mm. Um, no matter how deep yeah, you got into a planet, you can traverse back to where you want to go with the ease or through a uh, little planning on your map. Okay. Hmm. It was confirmed that shortcuts can be unlocked, not unlike the Dark Souls franchise, that will grant you easier ways to get where you want to go. That's good. Uh, I haven't played the Dark Souls franchise, but I've heard you guys talk about it, and that seems like it could work. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the idea is that you you have your spawn point, and at first you have to go the long way, but then you'll see a door. You open up the door, and it's like, oh, that door goes right back to the spawn point. So, you know, now... I don't have to go through all these 90 things whenever I die. I just go up the, the, the stairs to the door and I can continue on to the next part. On, on, on to the next one. Yeah. So, um, I, mean, I, I, I would, uh, I guess I'm not too shocked because I, I don't think this is an open world game or anything like that. Right. Like, I, I feel like, yeah, if it the, was open the, world, you need it, but I don't think it is. The vibe I'm getting of this is like, hey, you're going to have a world or you're going to have a level that you go through. Right. And, you might come back to certain things and maybe, yeah, there might be certain parts that you can now access that you couldn't before because of upgrades, right? Metroidvania style. Metroidvania. Yeah. But like, I, I don't, I don't think this is like one big connected play. So if you're just going through the level and it's like you go and maybe every level is going to end with some sort of boss fight, it would make sense that either there sense. you hit a button and teleport to your ship and go on to the next thing. Right. Or else you, Go and you can kind of backtrack and explore and try to find little things or whatever that you need, right? Um, in other news, the game also went gold. Yeah, yeah, it is gold. Yeah, so, so that's coming out. So for the gamers, you know what that means. For the noobs who aren't gamers, who only listen to us for our humor. I like how y'all thought that Disney gave them a choice <laughs> if that was going gold or not. That's really funny. Hey, Sean. Hey, I, uh, I know it's coming. Finally this week. Yeah. You get to read the finally this week. How cool is that? Yeah, I do. Darksiders Genesis release date. What is this, John News? John, all he wants to do is put himself in here because he just wants to talk about things he cares about and unions and and, and (sighs) protesters and and and, and that. You know, he probably knows this guy on Twitter too, right? That's guy. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Ugh. Didn't want to talk about Diablo 4. And you could tell he's sick this week because things are not in order. No, they're not. <laughs> We're going back and forth. He's like, I just got to type this out. I just, I'm so tired. Antibiotics and doctors. John may be considering early adoption for Google Stadia thanks to the release date announcements of Darksiders Genesis. The game is first releasing on PC and Stadia on December 5th. That's my dad's birthday. Fun fact. Happy birthday, senior Chris. <laughs> it's not his birthday yet. Oh. oh. 
followed by consoles on February 14th, 2020. Uh, hey, you know what's funny? That's Valentine's Day and somebody else's birthday. It's the day after my mom's birthday. That's funny. <laughs> Uh, the game is currently available for pre-order and comes in three different versions. The Collector's Edition, the Nefilm Edition, and include which includes the official board game Darksiders, The Forbidden Land, uh, and the Standard Edition. The game is a prequel set before the events of the original Darksiders game and will feature online and couch co-op. features the fourth and final horseman, Strife. Who is able to fight alongside war? I don't know what that means, but it sounds so cool. Seeing all the other dark sires you play is one of the four horsemen. Yeah, and I made that joke about Ric Flair and you know the Anderson, yeah. Arn Anderson, and they're there. Yeah, they're literally in these games. <laughs> That's so cool. Ric Flair was the subject of the second. <laughs> Woo! That's so cool. Yeah, uh, I don't. You know what? I can wait till February fourteenth. You even- say that. <laughs> Uh, and then we, we read a news verb or verb of blurb about how Darksiders on Stadia is what gaming is supposed to be. <laughs> Throw out Zelda. And you're Throw like, out Mario. Dear God, we got to get a Stadia. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Sean. Uh, what's happening? Do you uh, want to wrap this up? Uh, never. Okay. Mail from the future. Sean. Yes. People write us their thoughts and opinions. Thoughts and prayers. Some call it that. They do so <laughs> by calling us or contacting us at weeklygameschat at gmail.com. That's weekly, weekly gameschat at gmail.com. Yes. Just like TJ, who tiled his email surprises. It's a good it's a good email. I heard two things. Two things! <laughs> This week for me, all that surprised me. First, I heard that Alabama fan talk up LSU. Warmed my heart to hear that. You're welcome, sir. I still I think, think we both t- did, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they they look great. I mean, they're all right. Let's, let's um, go and bring this back down. Watch, they're going to lose to Auburn this week because <laughs> that's what they do. <laughs> I still think my Tigers will be rightful un- underdogs. I don't think so now, sir. Yeah, well, it's amazing what happens. But it's good to know that we finally get our... We're finally getting recognized by our rivals who are continually one of the strongest programs in college football. Hey, we always give you credit. Plus, we like Edo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, Let's there's no... I just know whatever he says is going to end with, Go Tigers! Go Tigers! Fantastic. Second, I finally heard the first rational discussion about the China situation across both gaming and sports media. I've been hearing way too much knee-jerk reactions about these topics and that are treating this as a death of free speech. While the communist regime might fundamentally oppose democratic ideals, China is gradually becoming more open to new businesses, including entertainment. In these forms of entertainment, will continue to push new ideals that will change their point or viewpoints and morals over time. Forcing the issue by trying to encourage companies to fight back is not easy as it sounds, especially when the company's bottom line affects their employees' paychecks. I'm no way defending the Chinese government. Their methodology is certain, uh, in certain matters, is uh, inexcusable. Yeah. It's fine, Chris. Um, But there's one instance where we should observe more than react. Their government is overreacting to tweets and statements made by gamers and GMs. How does that make them look? Thank you, as always, be for... 
as always, for being a reasonable podcast with differing viewpoints among your co-hosts. I've quit listening to too many podcasts lately because I've uh, because they've used their platforms to push their ideals and tell their audience how they should feel unnecessary with uh, fervor. You've had your moments to be sure. <laughs> the you. <laughs> but you kept your discussions more level-headed than most. Cheers. Hey, thanks, TJ. We try yeah. to. Um, we we, we want to definitely not go one way too far politically than the other because yeah. we all are we all have different opinions as well about different things. Um, and yeah, Chris, you got something? I think like to what he actually says there. Um, I get what he's saying, and yeah, you're right. Like the difference here is this: China is not going to let those viewpoints and morals be absorbed by their people. And on the other side, China, like in in terms of this debate, China holds all the the power. And they know they hold all the power. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> like China doesn't like think about it, like China doesn't lose anything by Blizzard getting kicked out. They, you know, they don't care either. Yeah, they don't care. They have uh, plenty of business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's it's. I, I I've watched stuff recently about things that China. They, it's very like almost like a censorship. Yeah, uh, but in some it's cases, communism. they're literally yeah, it's communism, of course, but yeah. they're literally getting people together. And I don't know if they're killing them or what they're doing, but oh, yeah. they're just I've seen newscasts where reporters go over there and they have someone following them the whole time because there's certain things. Yes. China's not letting you record. No. Yeah. Like, for instance, <laughs> if you bring in a Bible and they find it, they're going to hold you. Yeah. I mean, like, why do you got this Bible? Yeah. Because, you know, they don't allow that there. Yeah. Um, And it's it's just a it's a reality there. And I think like. The thing that happened was that for a moment, people got like reminded in a popular place like, hey, th- there's real issues going on here. <laughs> and, you know, it's easy to ignore them when you don't see them. But, yes, they are still happening. So, you know, uh, and, you know, hopefully that makes people take pause. But at the same time, it should tell you with the way people have reacted, just where the power is situated is what I would say. But anyways. Next up, Garrett writes in and he says, Dear Weekly Football Chat. That's a good laugh, right, Sean? Dear Weekly Football Chat. I'm, I'm still stuck on games and games. <laughs> he did put that up there. And I was thinking of, what if we still were games and You games? ever hear someone read something that you wrote and realize it sounded <laughs> so much better in your head? Yeah, that's me listening to an episode with one of my older emails. God, that was cringy. I wonder which one it was. Who knows? I probably butchered it Who just knows? as well. <laughs> Well, yeah, because I think he sets it up for a way that he hopes we read it. And yeah, then, there's there are some like where I'm like, man, I'm sure this sounded great in their in their head, but you know, I just kind of have to read how it feels. I don't know. Uh, anyways, how's it going? Sean? It's it's pretty good. <laughs> Hope things are going well. Everything's fine up here in North Jersey. <laughs> Why did I do that voice? I don't I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I have a question regarding your podcast publicity. Have you ever considered getting yourselves on Pandora? Not ban, not Borderlands Pandora, but the app. That's funny because see, yeah. John, the uh, oh. yeah, see yeah. Pandora in the game <laughs> Borderlands. Uh, they do have a Why podcast service. Uh, so just to answer that real quick, I was like, that's a good question. And when I read this email on Saturday, I promptly you submitted. I was like, wait a minute, push here. I'm push pushing push here. here. Push right there. Okay. Um, but, uh, I immediately submitted our approval. It did say it would take a couple of weeks 
they're kind of more like how iTunes yeah. is. They're not very fast. Are we on Spotify too? We we are on Spotify. Good. Yes. Yes. We should be on Spotify and Pandora. <laughs> Just saying. That's my two cents for the show. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks seven months but, ago. Uh, whenever it uh, becomes, whenever they notify me to tell me that it's, you know, active and the review has passed, I'll let you know. And then you should be able to get it on there. So I always say this to the listeners, you know, if you, if you have a place that you like to listen to content that you know host podcast content and you do not see us on there or you have an issue finding us, always let me know whether it's, uh, through Twitter or the Discord or here in the emails, and if I can, I will try to appease you. Yeah, you know, that's that's what I try to do. Uh, but anyways, he continues to say, "I use Pandora regularly to listen to music. Getting yourselves on on there would increase your listener base, I'm sure. All the other game podcasts are on there, and just boo compared to this last one or yeah, to this one. They're just boo compared to this one. Yeah. Lastly, Sean, Sean, Sean." First one was right. Yeah, you did it, buddy. Uh, you know by now what I usually say at the end of my emails, but I'm not going to this time. Boo. I'm just going to let it <laughs> fester in your conscience. Festering. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you the loophole. It's up I'm to giving you, to you take the loophole. A, yeah, it's up to you to take advantage of it. 2020 is approaching fast. I hope you finally see the right and soon. The uh, light soon, Chris. The light. Yeah. Anyways. Terrible. Keep up the outstanding work, guys, and game on, you absolute Richard. Game on, sir. Game Thank on. you, Garrett. You're the bestest because you let it festus. Oh, oh yes. Lawyer Rob has written it. Oh, is it? He titled that was from my lunchtime. Year, my yearly Blizzard boycott. Dude, he, he totally went to lunch today and sent this email. It's going down. See, he's a lawyer, so you can write something like this. So <laughs> Instantly. Quickly. He's like, he's in there eating a salad from like Panera. Dear gentlemen. <laughs> I just finished last week's episode and I realized this topic may uh, not be timely anymore, but if you're recording this evening, Tuesday, I thought I'd send a message now in hopes of making it in before you go on air. Please forgive any typos. I'm sure you won't have any. Chris, he's going to he's gonna have tacos. So <laughs> Tacos. Tacos. <laughs> tacos. <laughs> I wanted to delicious. throw my two cents in regarding Blizz Chung's punishment because, for whatever reason, this really struck a chord with me. First, I fully understand there are no constitutional rights at play here, and Blizzard is a private company that has absolute right to do what it did to Blizz Chung for his comments. That's not the point, though. Uh, the point is, do we as consumers living in democracies, American or otherwise, want to support such a behavior given the subject of Blizz Chung's protest? I disagree with Sean's opinion uh, that Blizzard is being honest when its spokesman stated that its its relationship with China had no influence on Blizzard's decision. If it had no influence, why not let his comments slide since the subject seemingly only had has one side to it, as John stated. Also, I think it was John who wondered whether Blizzard would, had ever allowed political speech in the past that, quote, offends a portion of, or group of, of the public. Ah, sorry. While it doesn't personally offend me, I imagine that selling Blizzard's sale of pride pins and support of related organizations probably offended some portion of the public. Of course, selling pride pins isn't going to hurt Blizzard's bottom line and rather probably increases its goodwill overall and those against that cause uh, likely compromise a smaller number than those who were for it. Insert John comment about the left <laughs> and the right's respective representation. Uh, that's funny. Uh, unfortunately, for the people of Hong Kong, the numbers don't work in their favor, so tough luck, guys. 
So if I don't like what Blizzard has done, what am I to do about it? Easy. I cancel my WoW subscription and I forgo purchasing BlizzCon virtual tickets this year. Blizzard wants to act in its own financial interest no matter the moral cost. I'll do at least what I think is the bare minimum in showing Blizzard that it's a decision that has negative financial consequences too. Even if it means I won't be getting this year's adorable murky pet to be a companion for my paladin. Oh man. I know, right? Let's see if Blizzard, uh, Blizzard's opinion changes if the stock takes a dip if when 100,000 other consumers follow suit. Yeah, people were canceling their subscriptions and stuff, man. That does happen. No, they uh, were, for sure. Yeah. I, I don't consider myself an SJW. Ooh, bad trigger word. Or even a liberal. <laughs> and I don't normally get on a soapbox. But You're on it now, sir. Yeah. All right, Rob, come down. Come calm down. down, Rob. You need to calm down. We are your friends. Uh, but when an American company I'm... Uh, patronizing on a monthly basis uh chooses this particular side of what i consider a human rights crisis then at at the least i can think of plenty of better ways to use my entertainment budget than actively or even passively supporting it all the best lawyer rob spoken like a true man yeah as, as always man great email um i generally i gotta admit i don't know enough about the controversy going on in china on i'm not paying attention to that portion of the news when it comes on i'm just not so i don't have a fair footing there to to even begin to discuss what's going on yeah it's been pretty bad it's i know it's bad i'll give you that i know it's crazy and i even i but i did allude to that i've seen videos of reporters going in with cameras being asked to not look this way um one program is called sunday morning that comes on on sunday morning on CBS, yeah, on CBS, and and they, they were reporting about like these camps that were almost like concentration style camps, yeah, of people, and all that is terrible. I don't know how Blitzchung and what he said or did ties into. Basically, wh- he said he's with the protesters. Okay, um, I'm going to follow up on all that, but what I meant by my Blizzard comment because he had a he had like a thing a mask on, yeah, yeah like basically yeah. showing. And the protests I have seen, I was like, oh, that's pretty crazy going on over there, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but I, what I meant is that, that Blizzard, I don't even know if I meant this because I don't remember exactly the context of how we were talking, but Blizzard wants to take a no-nonsense stance on on anything like that. Um, and I don't know why I'm not bothered as much as, like, say, someone like a Rob is about it. Well, I think, like, his um, point is, like, though, you're, they're saying, like, look, we have this no-nonsense thing. Yeah. Well, like, if it had been, if he come out there, and he had had something that was, again, it's kind of like what he was saying, um, that was offensive mm-hmm. to people who celebrate Pride, aka, you know, anyone yeah, who's yeah. LBGTQ, yeah. like on their live stream. I don't think anyone would have been shocked or outraged at the fact that they would have said, look, you can't do that on a live stream, right? Uh, and it's because that's a group that has been discriminated against. And, you know, there are, there's a lot of work that Blizzard does to show that they are celebrated in their community. So they're saying, you know, now he's coming back and he's saying like, well, here you have this other large group that does make up a good portion of Blizzard's work because of Hearthstone and things like that. And they're getting just as equally, you know, even more so, I would say right now directly, um, so the- you know, like, discriminate against by a government and you're basically saying uh <laughs> whoa yeah <laughs> chris turned his brightness up yeah uh, you're saying like oh well because this holds 
potential ramifications on our bottom dollar in this country and what we can generate. Yeah. Now it's a problem. Now we need to silence this. Well, like I, I kind of put my 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 decision based on like John did say. Mm-hmm. Um, wonder if at any point ever they've allowed political speech, like ever. Or is is this one of the first or only times they've come across this to where they needed to ban a player? I would like to see historical data on Blizzard as a company when it comes to those stances. Um, of course, I am not down with with human rights um, being taken away from people. Mm. Um, and if that's the kind of stuff going on that I, I am just completely not educated on right now. And Blitzchung is more like, hey. We're protesting the way you're treating us or the way things are run over there. Well, treating them, yeah. Of course, mm-hmm. I'm pro Blitzchung and him standing up and saying that. All right. Um, but I, I, I can't help but understand that if Blizzard wants to take a no nonsense stance on it, uh-huh. they, they're, like you said, they're a private company that wants to stay out of it. But again, just like Sean always does, I understand you wanting to cancel your membership because, because it struck a chord with you, you can't support a company that, is is going to continue to try to get money from you, you know, yeah. in a situation like that. I completely get it. Yeah. I mean, the one thing that's very clear is like Blizzard is learning, like no matter what, they can't have their cake and eat it too, right? People are going to call them out on this. Yeah. Um, And that might be the price. Like, hey, in the end, the 100000 as as Rob was saying here, um, that, you know, causes the dip in stock, say, right, from canceling their VIP tickets. You know, that might be painful for a day for them versus, again, as a company, the idea of like not being able to do business in China for two to five years because they say, nah, get the hell out and we'll talk to you in like five years when you've learned to listen. Yeah, that's that's what their choice is. I know you almost want to you almost hope Blizzard would say, you know, F you, China. Yeah, we're going to do what we want. Yeah, Um, be like South Park. And I would I would totally be cool with that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to find my footing on where I stand. I, like I said, I do know human rights and all that and, and all that that's, if that's what's going on mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it I, it, that's the key thing. Mm-hmm. Dude, F, F all that Blitzchung. I'm proud of him for saying up and standing what he said for, you know, stood for. I'm, I like that the university kids stood up and did that. I just think Blizzard's in a tough spot and I don't, I don't know how any other company. Yeah, the with NBA that policy. Look, the NBA just went through this too. Yeah, with you know, LeBron, even, yeah, yeah. Like even before that, like where you know it was all bad from the start. Where yeah. like this stuff ha- happened, so then the NBA is having to deal with it because they're sending players over there, and then the dude from the Mavericks says his thing in protest of what they're doing over there. Meanwhile, LeBron's pissed off apparently <laughs> because he's like, "Hey, yeah. man, I'm over here right yeah. now. Let's not." say that while i'm over here which is kind of like in one yeah. part i understand what he's saying on the other part i'm you're like right, hey you man it. you're like hey bro come hey on man if you're gonna do this this yeah. free speech thing you can't really pick one the right time is you just kind of gotta do it you know so yeah so if, if i came out and said if it came across go back to that email i want to mm-hmm. kind of quote what he said if mm-hmm. if i said um that and i think i remember because i did say something about China had nothing to do with it. If if they were threatened with not being able to have Blizzard in China for two to five years, yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's official. It could have been just gone for done. I think it could be definitely weighted, but I I still feel like their underlying um, thing was it's it's in our bylaws, it's in our rules. Don't bring anything political justification. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And if, if they got the proof to back it up, if there have been occasions where they've suspended people or, you know, anything political in the past, they've had the same stance on. Yeah. I think that'll help their case tremendously. But this is a, this is one of those hot, hot button topics that it's like, should we kind of be different and set a precedent on this one or what do we do? And I don't know. I don't know. But hey, Rob, thanks for the email, man. You're fantastic. And I like being educated. Finally. Oh my God. This This, is it. This this was, this was my favorite thing that came into the mailbox this week. Oh, this is, I'm blushing already. Well, well. Oh my God. I'm going to start giggling. This is crazy. My name is Natalie. (laughs) I'm a 22 year old student from why are you reading it like that what are you doing i don't know what are you doing i'm just reading an email this isn't love line with dr drew and i believe i am in love with sean (laughs) sean well i can't take you reading it like this dude stop you don't know the things your voice does to me (laughs) chris i gotta take my headphones off this is crazy your boy's charm and love of sports and games makes me oh so excited (laughs) why'd you whisper just read it like you normally do I also enjoy the fact that you listen to rap, but you're country as... Ah, I can't say that. Country as uh, F-A-Q. I'm a new listener, so I'm not sure if you are married like those other two. See, right there. Well, let me that's pause. That's the best part. Right. I think right there, and I was like, maybe she's talking about Chris. Mm-hmm. You know, but then I was like, is, is Chris considered country? I don't know. I don't know. If, if this voice, if you're listening to this week, and this is the voice you think is Sean, this is absolutely me. Yes. And, and Chris, now you say your voice. This is Chris. John <laughs> is the one who's not here. Yeah. Uh, and I am not married, Natalie, so just keep that one in mind. So, you know, if you're if you're going for whatever you're looking for, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, if she's just saying, you know, she's just saying, hey. But that said, she does say, if you are married, I profusely apologize hey, it's, for your It's fine. Your Thank wife. you. But you're, you're amazing for writing this in. But and with I love my it. hands crossed behind my back about your voice being sexy, <laughs> uh, because I can't help And that. that's in all caps, Chris. Yes. Yeah. can't help that. On a serious note, this podcast has been my go-to when I need something to make the day go by faster. I don't know about 98% of the games you guys <laughs> talk about, but I'm still intrigued as the commentary is oh. always hilarious. My GT. Uh-uh, I wouldn't say that. That's a oh, game okay. Yeah, oh, I yeah. put that out I there. I won't put that there. Uh-huh. Uh <laughs> Sign your sugar baby without the sugar wink wink. Yeah, hey. just, that means it's just your baby. Oh, okay. I it's see. Natalie. I see. Natalie, Natalie, if if you're real, yeah, I was thank just you. like, oh, okay. I think you're real. I may have looked up things. I don't know. Oh, we'll see. Okay. Um, but if it was meant for me, thank you. I am blushing. Um, it's just nice to have a listener who. And if it was real, <laughs> I am so thankful you put this in our in our inbox. Um, just the so reason I'm slightly skeptical is because we do have friends, um, and I think we even have listeners who would love to uh, to be funny. But that's uh, true. You know, hey, if you're in Virginia, Virginia is for lovers. You know what I'm saying? That's Virginia's true. all. Hey, Virginia's the home of uh, Dave Matthews Band. I thought that Fun was fact. South Africa. Well, he was he was from Dave was from there, but the band. Uh, yeah. tw- but thank you for writing in, Natalie. You're a rock star. You gonna check the twitters? Oh, I, I probably, dude. I yeah, gotta I make an apology right now. <clears throat> at some point, um, you gotta tell them we're on Twitter at uh, Weekly Games Chat profile. At some point, um, you know, every week I go and say, "Hey, we got some new follows and this and that and the other." I've missed a gajillion people. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> I don't know how, but we're gonna get to that. Um. Oh, 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 man, the barbarian. Uh, um, just, just tweeted us an hour ago. Uh, at weekly game chat, two things.
things. Two things. How long have you guys been gaming? What are some of your favorite games from past generations? Uh, real, we'll, 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 hopefully we can follow up on this maybe on the intro next week or something. But without John here, we'll be quick, I guess. You're cool with that? Sure. I've been gaming since I was probably... I've been gaming Seven since or I was six. Yes, somewhere very young. Yeah. Uh, my first console that was mine was a Nintendo. I got it at Christmas with Mike Tyson's Punch Out in a red bean bag, and since then I've been off and running. Nintendo um, with Super Mario Bros. and Legend of Zelda. So you got a Super Nintendo? Oh no, no, a regular sorry, Nintendo? Nintendo. Yeah, okay, nineteen eighty nine. Um, and some of my favorite games from past generations. That's tough. That's like super tough. From what past generation? I, I always talk about Super Mario World. Obviously, that's from previous generation. I love Crazy Taxi on Dreamcast. Mario Bros. Three, Mario Bros. Three, yeah, like uh, probably one of the Zeldas, Final Fantasy Six. Um, when I get put on Mass the spot Effect, like this, I forget all the games I played. Any of the Mass Effects, Knights of the Old Republic, um, Bioshock, System Shock. Yeah, you're you're like you're like a, a an action RPG kind of guy. Yeah, um, where I'm more like a push buttons and go. Yeah, Civilization, SimCity. Yeah, all those things nerd. back in the day. You're a game <laughs> nerd. Um, <laughs> trying to think what else there is. I don't know. Uh, Legends Zelda: Link to the Past. Hope, uh, I hope some of you guys saw Chris's tweet. I'm assuming it was you. Yeah, no. Uh, when you gave out a free code for NBA 2K19. Yeah. That was very sweet of you. I may have upgraded the old Xbox One X this weekend to avoid a situation like John's, and therefore it may have came with a copy of NBA 2K19, which I didn't need. I don't think anyone really needs at this point, but, but they hey, won. It was, it was still it was free there. 99. Yeah. Uh, Draven, uh, he he added us, of course, and then had a video of the raid in yeah, Destiny, he, which no, is fan. That's not the is, raid in Destiny. Yes, it is. No, that's not. What is that? That right there is Grave Mine in Borderlands Three. Oh, well then I'm. Uh, I'm and stupid. that's him. That's him basically showing how fast he can take down the boss with that one gun on there. Oh, that's super cool. Draven, I was completely. By off. the way, Draven, I can do it much faster than that. <laughs> the official <laughs> Star Wars uh, Twitter. Um, added us and said that the new Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. I think, I think that was a bot. It might be Chris, but I like to think they did it personally. Um, the trailer is here so we can watch it now and get our tickets, which Chris has already done. Um, before that, I think I mentioned them or retweeted something they sent out. So probably being a bot, Star Wars again told Weekly Games Chat that our destiny awaits. A reminder to watch that trailer that was set to go off on Monday Night Football. Um, we completely missed that. I, I posted a, a tweet about me playing, um, what was I playing on? Oh, Beat Saber. I finally opened it and played it or yeah, bought yeah. it and played it. Um, and Draven, uh, just says, uh, cough, HZD, cough. <laughs> so he's talking, of course, about me playing Horizon Zero Dawn finally. Um, it's about time. Uh, Vintage Gaming listened to last week's episode. And put a video about where the rest of the budget went for. Yeah, it's the ad for the <laughs> Lil Wayne one for there. And I'm like, yeah, that's probably uh, accurate. That's pretty funny. Um, and we got, uh, let's see what else we got. We got some follows. Um, Opa, Mike, um, mm-hmm. says, Hey guys, thanks for the shout out again this week. Great show once again. Uh, no I think, problem. I think he's a Tennessee fan because he also posted something, uh, about, uh, the Tennessee game where the guy fumbled at the goal line. Oh, God. and how he, he feels like, did we read Man. that one last week? Did you see that one? 
I did not. Okay, so um, we have one from at Magic Number LA who says, Hey, Chris, I was actually in Bandon, Oregon recently and found you a service you will almost certainly be interested in. And it's the Jewel Insurance Agency. Failed <laughs> just like. That's just a lawsuit waiting to happen, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, uh, uh, he also said the last couple of weeks have had some interesting intros. Uh, from a crippling fruity nicotine addiction that was tough to listen to. I'm working on it. And now I'm hearing someone has $20 in their bank account. Just here to check on y'all to make sure you guys are okay. Let me know. Thanks for the check in, bro. Um, oh, as you can see, John did not make it. John did not make it. Uh, things are not looking good for us. When we so, say sick, we mean the mafia came. <laughs> uh, let's see. Nat said that, uh, this was ongoing. Thing. There's a lot of stuff though. Uh, he was talking about a Madden curse. Oh yes, yeah. He asked. He messaged me. Yeah. What's this Madden um, curse I'm hearing about? Does it strike yeah, the covers of the I game? I explained it to him. Uh, yeah. Because yes, uh, for those who who are not sports people or whatever, basically when Madden football first came out, like 20, 30 years ago, whatever it was, um, for and up until like the Xbox uh, and PlayStation Two era, the game. The cover of the game was always just John Madden. It was, you know, here's John Madden with his sleeves rolled up, and here's John Madden in his suit. Always looking like the coach. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because that's what he was, right? Yeah. Um, And, you know, that would be the thing. Uh, But then they decided to be like, hey, John, we love you, but uh, you know what we really love? Like star talent and, (laughs) and promotion. So the very first year they did was Madden 2001. And they put Eddie George on there. Uh, and it started this trend that continued for many years where basically they would put a star on the cover and that star would then promptly get injured and have their career crippled. Like they had him one year. Uh, who was the uh, the wide receiver from uh, the Rams back in the day? Isaac Tor- Bruce. Isaac Bruce or Tory? Uh, not Tory. It was Isaac Bruce, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was Isaac he Bruce. He wasn't on the cover. I think so. Someone from, someone from there like was Michael Vick was on there. It was the Marshall year. Falk. Marshall Falk. That's who yeah. it was. My bad. Yeah. So he got hurt and he had been like the greatest running back ever, ever of all time. Yeah. Even. yeah. <laughs> then like Michael Vick comes in and he breaks his leg. It Ray was Lewis every, like tore a, you know, a, a, you know, something in his chest or something like that. Uh, and it just continued for years upon years. Like it, you know, Donovan, uh, Dante Culpepper. Looked like he was about to be the biggest quarterback in the world, and then his career just went That's to still, hell. Yeah, he was so, uh, for the Vikings at that point. And even here in the last couple of years, Adrian, <laughs> uh, of course, um, Antonio Brown. Um, <laughs> well, you know. Well, he kind of created his own curse. Yeah, yeah. But and maybe then, it was due to Madden. And then now it looks like, well, though, maybe not Patrick Mahomes, who now it sounds like he's only going to be out for three weeks. That's good. But the funniest part of that direct message was he was like, um, is he still alive? He's talking about Madden. So it's just hilarious and that he, he doesn't is. know who Coach Madden was. Yes. Um, I'm going to go through these because it feels right. And I, I mentioned earlier that we had some that we missed. I went all the way back to our first follower, um, which it looks like was a friend in real life um, at Heath Kirkman. So he was our first Whoa. follower. We, we Trucker are, Heath. Trucker Heath. We already followed you back. But down near that area, Naughty Dog Amino. Which is an online community for all, all community for all things Naughty Dog. Thank you for the follow, following you back. My mom, thank you for the follow, following you back. That's terrible. Um, at uh, Saint G, uh, LJM, thank you for the follow, following you back. Um, at SLS twenty seven eleven, thank you for the follow. It's pending because you are locked. 
Um, at Carlo, uh, Carl Oneri. Thank you for the follow. Following you back. Do, 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 do. Um, the Iron Puppy. We apparently Ooh. never fired, followed you back. Thank you for the follow. At Golden Traywick. Um, you're a UVU graduate. That's what's up. I think that's Virginia. UVU? No. No. Who, that's not it. That'd be V. That'd just be U, v, UV? U, it'd be U, U of v. That'd be UVA. Um, at Antho underscore Kelly. Thank you for the follow. Following you back. At uh, Dumb Dumb X, thank you for the follow. My brother, thank you for the follow. Following you back. Uh, Big Henry, thank you for the follow. Following you back. This is just terrible. Um, at Hit Star Blog, thank you for the follow many years ago. Following you back. At Eroch06, thank you for the follow. Following you back. Couch Co-op Shows, um, they play games, work on cars, and drink beer. That's amazing. We should have said something like that. Uh, play Life Your Way, thank you for the follow. Following you back. Oh, no. Oh no. What have I done? What'd you do? What have I done? What'd you do? What have I done? I hit do? a back button and panic. It's probably fine. It's, well, probably it's over. No, it's not. It's not over. Shut it down. It's not over. It's not over, Chris. I'm hungry. I'm hungry too. We got this. We got this. I'll do it um, next week. No, we got this. We got this. They'll Chris. be there. I gotta at least get to the new ones, Chris. Don't let me panic. Don't let me panic. <laughs> You've already panicked. It's fine. It's fine. You're terrible at um, this. Uh at um Joe. Servazio, thank you for the follow. Following you back. At Kadajo Vadir, thank you for the follow. It's pending. Hopefully um, you get that. Sad, sad panda face, thank you for the follow. Following you back. At 2J Rods, at Pats5X712, thank you for the follow. Following you back. Uh, <laughs> Dirty P Star, likes video games, thank you for the follow. Following you back. Um, SNC687, um, CC Colombian Geo. Mm. Thank you for the follows and following you back at, uh, E-Man, um, E-Man Medin tax. That probably means something like Medina, Texas. And I just could just destroyed that. It's probably fine. Uh, let's probably, see. it's probably fine. Um, I think I'm almost caught up, Chris. I think this is good. <laughs> I'm scrolling. They see me scrolling. Chris is hating. Just stop now. Terrible. This is terrible. I'm seeing a lot of pendings where we've already followed some folks back. So that's good. I did good. I'm going back to the new ones now. We're back to the top. Life is good. Life is good. At uh, Z Vagara 13. Thank you for the follow. We are pending you back, sir. Uh, This is a very long scroll list. That's what she said. Um, At DR Fischl Photo. Thank you for the follow, following you back. At, at Mad Martigan 2, thank you for the follow, following you back. Um, at N underscore J underscore Marino, thank you for the follow. And they used, <laughs> they used Twitter to hashtag stuff. That's hilarious. And at Dan Sayer underscore LBL, thank you for the follow, following you back. And we are caught up. I caught up, Chris. I did it. Dear Lord. Yes. That was a lot. That was a lot. And we appreciate you. Thank you so much. This has been episode 227 of Weekly Games Chat. I'm not checked out. Um, <laughs> if you oh, like the funny. show. That was good times. If you like the show, subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcast service you like to use. And hopefully soon to include uh, uh, Pandora. Pandora. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. The the planet, not the thing. <laughs> 
terrible <laughs> terrible uh, and you will get a new episode just like this one every wednesday for your listening pleasure hopefully next week featuring now john uh we'll maybe see. yeah if he feels better i hope he does yeah he's a too. sweet boy me too you know what i mean uh and if while you're there you want to drop us a review or a rating on whatever site you or subscription service you use to get our podcast. <laughs> Terrible. You can do so. <laughs> it would help us uh, be found by other people who are not you. That's, That's true. It's proven by all the follows that Sean just did. Yeah. Spread the love. Yeah. If uh, you want to write us thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, you can do so by writing us at weekly games chat at gmail.com or hitting us up on Twitter. Uh, I will probably stream some outer worlds next monday on our twitch stream i i asked people if they really wanted me to do disco uh elysium last night no one knows what that is i uh, know they do but like when i i kind of did a little bit on friday because yeah. i was bored um and i was like i don't think this is going to go well if we do this unless i get drunk and i don't want to play this game <laughs> drunk you should have just done it <laughs> yeah hey guys just do it on things just do it man yeah but um this week we should be good because uh we got the old um well that be that'll be the coming from worlds. the uh, xbox one x right yes yes will it be streaming directly from it or via your pc uh it will be going from that into the pc yeah and yeah it will power of the universe yeah. and all that Okay. That's what I do. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, check us out there. Otherwise, uh, go over to our Discord and join the conversation. It's fun over out. there. I'll tell you what. All those can be found just by searching weekly games chat and various search apparatuses out there. I like that you said apparatuses. Yeah. I, I like to keep you on your toes. Yeah. Uh, I'm sitting down though. Penny has checked the F out. Is she sleeping? Way. Yeah. Sweet thing. She's so Aww. adorable. Yeah. Or she's dying on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, I will simply say, game on, John. Game on, Chris. Game on, John, wherever you are. Oh, Penny's back. Game She's on. Like, hey, game, game on, on Penny. Bear. Game on, Penny. What? <laughs> uh, Your mom's back! Peace out, everybody. Thug life? Wait, we, we, do, we, do we both say it? Yeah. Thug, Thug life! life.